So I guess we're just going to run it. Let's run it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode six of Run It. My name is Fisher, your host, and with me as always, it's... Howdy, it's your boy, Kyle. Yeah, I was about to say, you're like, yeah, say your name. <laughs> say, your, say your name. <laughs> wow. Episode six, huh? Episode six. We've made it this far. Wow. We're growing. Six episodes. We're, we're growing at a pretty steady rate. Um, I, I just checked on, on Audacity, or not Audacity, um, <laughs> our little our little podcast provider, and we've got about 17 concurrent listeners. Oh, nice. So that's okay. really good. Thank all of y'all. That's, we love y'all. All 17 of y'all. Yeah, we love all 17 of y'all. And all the new people that's come in to listen to us. We yeah. love y'all too. We just yeah. don't know y'all as well. So we're, we're growing at a nice little steady rate. I like this. I like this. Um, I like it. Thank, I like it thank you to everyone who's been listening. Thank you for everyone who's been chiming in and, and uh, commenting on our YouTube videos. And we such. love you. We love you so much. Love y'all. We love you. Um, once we get to like 50 concurrent f- listeners. Oh, I thought you were talking about episode 50. Episode I was like, 50. <laughs> when we get episode 50, I was like, whoa, that's whoa. a long ways away. Big dreamer here. Ooh, shooting for the moon. Big dreamer. Big dreamer. Um, but once we get to like episode, no, once we get to like, <laughs> once we get to about 50 concurrent listeners, uh, I'll probably set up a Patreon. I might. Maybe not for like everyone who's listening, but maybe just to have it going forward. Uh, but yeah, I might set that up. But anyways, we could really use it. <laughs> yeah, instead of a uh, instead of future plans, uh, what have you been up to, dude? Well, big news in the Norman household: I finally got a TV, and I can finally play video games again. Yay! Everybody, be proud of me. Be happy for me, please. Uh, no, but it's been great. So I've been able to finally, you know, relax, kind of be back in my element, and play video games, and you know, I can just crack a beer open at the end of the day and just, you know. Turn on my PS4 and just go to work. So I've been really just playing uh, Shadows of War just because I loved Shadows of Mordor. Mm -hmm. Really, really, like I loved it. I platinumed the game. You're also a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah, I love, love Lord of the Rings. I will will argue that it was better than Star Wars just to me. Like I just like to watch it over Star Wars. But some people say they're they're boring and long. But, I prefer you know. that too, actually. Yeah, I, I do. I like sword and board, like mythical mm-hmm, stuff yeah. over futuristic stuff. But I'm also very excited that the first episode of The Mandalorian season two dropped today. So yeah, but that's kind of that's way different from any kind of like that's the kind of Star Wars vibe yeah. I like. Yeah, that, that's the like, kind. Of, it's like a spaghetti, it's badass samurai western. It, it's really <laughs> dope. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I've been playing a uh, Shadows of War, and I really love it. Uh, my TV's a 4K TV. So, like, I get to see it. I get to play it in the uh, quality version and get to really see it. There's a ton of detail and a massive, massive world. And just the sheer depth of being able to build your army and actually, you know, upgrade. You can actually upgrade your warriors and your captains that you, you know, dominate now. Um, Really, really good gameplay. The skill tree has been expanded a ton from the first game. It, It just basically took everything that worked in the first game and made it bigger and better. And so I really, really enjoy it. And I'm still... I only have like, I've put in like 20 hours and I'm so far, like since I got my PlayStation mm-hmm. and I've maybe completed 30% of the game and the game's huge. And that's just like a few story missions. Like, yeah. so, you know, I mean, it was actually a good bit of story missions, but a uh, great game. I'm really enjoying it. And I'm also considering jumping back on Spider-Man just because I've been seeing all the Miles Morale hype yeah. and I kind of just want to revisit the the gameplay, the style and the atmosphere of it. Get ready for the get ready for the Yeah, new so launch. you know, I I mean, I'm sure you've done that before when you see a, oh, yeah. a sequel to a game coming out. Oh yeah. The one of the first things you want to do is play the predecessor. You want to like watch a movie related to it. Yeah. Yeah, where like, like for me it's like I want to put the predecessor so that I get a good feel for the game so that when I go into the new game, uh I can 
focus more on the improvements that they made. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not like super foreign in the game, so I can just like jump right in and automatically enjoy it. So I don't have to like kind of relearn the controls while I'm trying to enjoy the new game. So, I mean, I do that with Dark Souls. I've done that with Assassin's Creed. I've done that with, um, I did that with Shadows of War because, well, when I first got Shadows of War, not this time. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like whenever uh, you just kind of get in that mood, you know, yeah, you want to you, you you get, get the prepared mood. for something or you want to get into the mood of it. Like, like whenever I go to like, like a lot of times if I go watch like Pirates of the Caribbean or something, immediately I'm like, you I want to go play, play Black Flag yeah, or something. Yeah, you want to go know? be a pirate. Yeah, you know? I want to go be a pirate or something. Pretty badass. Or if know? I'm like. I might have a whole week or two weeks so where I, I'm on a Spider-Man binge where I like watch rewatch all of like the Sam Raimi movies and even the Andrew Garfield movies. Yeah, I did that. So as soon as I beat Spider-Man, uh, the the Insomniac version yeah. of Spider-Man, dude, I went and watched every single Spider-Man movie that was available. Like me and my friends just sat sat in our living room. I brought we had, I had an air mattress at the time, mm-hmm. so we carried my air mattress in the living room and we all just chilled there like through a whole Saturday. And just watched every single Spider-Man movie. Yeah, you were telling me about that. It was so much. It was so much fun. Like we watched all of the, um, like all the first three, and then we watched the Amazing Spider-Mans, and then we watched the new Tom Holland one. And at the time, the second one, uh, Far From Home, hadn't came out yet, Mm -hmm. so we didn't get to. We couldn't watch that one yet. But I watched that one, and it's pretty good. Yeah, but those those whenever you get into those moods, they're always so much fun to just kind of like geek out about one thing. Get yeah. one thing only for a long time, like get on a Spider-Man trend or a Pirates trend or like a medieval trend yeah, or something. Yeah, I mean, like I had the, uh, like last night, I, uh, yeah, it was last night. Last night I turned on the movie Troy and automatically I was like. Spartans. I was like, wow. I want to be a Spartan. I was like, I want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey now because I haven't beat the game and I, it's actually a pretty fun game and I like the customization aspect of it and I was like, I kind of want to go back and make my guy look like. Brad Pitt's <laughs> Achilles. Achilles, yeah. You know, but yeah. you know, like I like I know exactly what you're talking about. You get in those moods and you just like you're you're inspired to go play a game or watch a movie related to, mm-hmm. you know, or vice versa. You know, it's it's really cool. Especially when you watch movies and you're like, I wanna be doing that. What video game can I be a Spartan or a yeah, Spider Yeah, like, like what video game can I be a Spider Man or a Batman? Yeah, oh oh especially Batman's. Yeah, especially Dude, Batman. I've I've used to do that all the time. Uh, I'd watch like a Batman animated film. I'd be like Shit, I'm gonna go play Arkham Knight. I'm just gonna run. I'm gonna fly around and beat the shit out of people. Yeah, there so. was there was one week during the holiday. I don't know why, but like I usually feel like I get in these moods around the holidays, especially around Christmas. But um, like last year around Christmas or so, I was just watching back to back everything Batman. That's when I like watched that Batman Ninja movie the that we were ba- talking about yeah, last Batman time. Batman Samurai. Yeah, Batman Samurai. Love that movie. Yeah, I, I watched the whole Dark Knight trilogy. And then I watched a bunch of animated films, like because the animated films were really good and stuff like that. They're great. And then I downloaded Arkham Knight, and I was going to play that, but then I never got around to it. Yeah, they finally put the Killing Joke on um, Netflix now. I saw that last night, and I was like, "Really? Ooh, yeah, Ooh. that's a good one." I really Ooh. wanted to put um, like uh, the Red Hood movie. Yeah, that's my favorite one. So yeah, I really that's that's the one that I really want to see. I've only seen snippets of it on YouTube. Oh, it's so good. But I really want to watch yeah, it. It's really good. I but anyways, can... back to Mordor though. I've been really wanting to get back to that game. Because I bought it whenever it kind of, uh, whenever it went on, like whenever I first built my it's PC. It's always on sale. Yeah. Shadows of Mordor, always on sale. Yeah. Whenever I beat, built my PC, the first Steam sale that happened, I like panic bought, or not panic bought, but I was like. Sporadically just started yeah, buying like, stuff. Ooh, I want that. I want this. I didn't I say that. It was like time, the first time yeah. I, had, I saw I saw a Steam sale and I was like, <laughs> You're in shock, dude. You're like, what? Pretty. 75% off. This game came out a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. So but, I was like. Pick, 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 well, I mean, pick. Dude, pick. on PlayStation Network, you can get the Game of the Year edition of Shadows of Mordor most of the time for $10. Yeah. 
it's crazy how many times it's on sale. But but I got it on sale and I started playing it. But then I was like, now I want to play this game. Now I want to try this one. Now I want to try this mm-hmm. one. So I kind of like overwhelmed myself. You yeah. know. So I I need to um now that I've like gone through a lot of games, I need to. I've been trying to go back into all my back catalog of Steam sales. That's what I'm doing right now. Since I really don't have a, a solid internet connection. I'm just trying to like go back in my backlog and play video games that I never got to finish the story of. So, you know, um, whenever I get the chance, I want to try to probably bring my PlayStation over here mm-hmm. and try to download, like delete all my multiplayer games that just I have. Just use me for my internet, don't you? I do. 100%. <laughs> just kidding. You just whore me out for I'm my just internet. whoring you out for your Wi-Fi, but I'm going to delete all the multiplayer games that I have on that PlayStation, and I'm just going to download all kinds of sing- all the single-player games that I haven't played. Yeah. Like, I have like the new Deus Ex game. And everybody says that that game is really, really good, and I have yet to play it, and I feel bad about it. So I really want to give that one a shot. Um, I still definitely need to finish Horizon Zero Dawn because I never finished the whole story of yeah. it. That's a game that I want to go back to. I want to get it on on a Steam sale and play it on my PC. God, there's just there's so many fucking games. Yeah. So many fucking games. Like, and then I, in two weeks, we got the new consoles dropping. Yes. So and then we just, got the new Call of Duty and then the yeah, new Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And like, there's just, like five games I'm trying to play at the same time right now. I'm trying to play Genshin because that, that game is a commitment. I didn't think that game would be such a commitment, but it's actually a commitment. Uh, but I'm trying to play Genshin and level up in it. Uh, cause I want to do a YouTube video on it. I'm playing through the whole Assassin's Creed series right now because I want to do a, a analysis of that mm-hmm. and make a YouTube video. I mean, would you that. put a dent in those already? So. Yeah, I put in a, I put a dent into it already. I'm getting there. And now Phasmophobia just came out, which I'll talk about in a second. Which I watched really you play fun. a little bit yeah. of that on Twitch. And also this new game. Hey, this is a good segue. This new game that just came out that I've been excited for for a few months now, Ghost Runner just came out, and now I've been trying to play that too. <laughs> Dude, I, f- I feel that, dude. I mean, as of right now, I don't really have that issue. But I know as soon as I come here and I download a bunch of these games that I've been meaning to play, I'm going to run into the same issue. Like, yeah. I'm going to go like, all right, tonight I'm playing Mordor. Tonight I'm playing Shadows of War. Then tomorrow night I'll try to put a dent in, you know, Assassin's Creed Rogue or Assassin- or Black Flag or something. You got to get a fucking dartboard and just put yeah. the names of everything. <laughs> I'm going to put like, a- Okay, what am I playing tonight? Yeah. All right, cool. Sounds good. And then also, like, I like to Fortnite? play. Fortnite? What? <laughs> Move it down. Shadows of War. Okay. I'll take it. But, you know, like, I, part of me really wants to just play Madden a lot of the times, too, because I'm a big sports guy, and it's football season, so yeah. I have football fever. But, you know, I kind of just want to not download that game and just kind of move it to the side. To the side. Uh, one game I definitely, I'm definitely going to finish before December, as soon as it downloads, is Doom Eternal. I got to finish yeah, that game. Yeah, you got to finish that game. Just I because wanna... I loved, 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 loved the first one. And I was I had a blast and I could not put it down. God, those games are so much fun, dude. It's I really want to go back to the second one because so they just hardcore. came out with some new DLC. Mm-hmm. I liked the first one more than the second one. So far, I got yeah. the same vibe because like the very beginning of the first one, I like a lot more than yeah. I do the very beginning of the second one. Because I, I feel like in the second one, there's a lot of different stuff going on. Like yeah. they added a lot of stuff, which is cool. It's cool that they added this stuff. But like, second I always... one is still good. But I don't know. To me, it just kind of seems. I I don't I don't know. I feel like they just they trying to do too much. Yeah, at I times it, I think it's like I think it, it seems a little disconnected also from the first game. Yeah, and it also just seems like overly goofy. And there's a like, lot to of me. It seems stuff. like super freaking goofy. We're like, 
um like in the first game it didn't have that like goofiness to it where it was like, just hardcore killing yeah, demons hardcore. with heavy metal music yeah. in the background and you'd have some like funny moments here and there just by like how the doom guy acted but in the first one it's like it's like really overly goofy with like how you kill uh creatures like like if you like kill one of those uh what's what's the dude with the eyeball Oh yeah, the big one. I don't. I can't remember the their big names. floating meatball yeah, thing. The, the meatball. The, with, yeah, the, the meatball. The big spicy boy. Yeah, if, you, <laughs> if you do an execution on him, you like literally go up and grab his eyeball, and there's like a little like cartoon sound effect where it goes. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, like where it pops, and it's yeah. like okay, like, that's a little fucking goofy. Yeah, I I completely agree. I feel like the first one was more grounded to Doom. Yeah, more, it was right. It was a perfect, you know, remake. It was yeah. a perfect. You know, tribute. it was like taking itself seriously. Yeah, it took itself very seriously. Now the second one, I feel in a like good they, way. But like the second one got a better rating than the first one did. Yeah, yeah was, I don't. Well, I don't with a lot with of that. people. I like that there's like the dashes and stuff like that. The dashes are really fun. Yeah, I mean, and I like some of the new weapons. I like the fact that you have a blade on your arm and stuff, like, yeah. and you can like pull yourself or you can pull people towards you. You can pull demons towards you. But you know, the first one to me is just. I really want to go back and play it. Just because it was so hardcore and yeah. so much fun, and if you have headphones on and you got that heavy metal just blaring in your ear, yeah, and like you, dude, your adrenaline gets going. Dude, I remember for a solid month, I listened to nothing but the Doom soundtrack when I was working. Yeah, in the I gym. would too. I would it's too. so hardcore. Like the the riffs in it are just solid. Some nights, whenever I go to the gym, I'll like listen to the um to the like Doom guys main theme. Yeah, or yeah, one of the best one is a probably like the best one that I heard was the BFG. Is the yeah. is the track name for it? Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that one's hardcore, yeah. and it plays when you first get the BFG in the in the first mm-hmm. game, and you just go to fucking town, and it's great. Yeah. So, but anyway, you were talking about a uh, ghost Ghost Runner Ghost Runner, ghost Runner. Yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a new game. By, Tell me about um, it because I have yet to I actually didn't even hear about this game until you posted it and said you were excited about it, and I was like, yeah. Um. So huh. the only reason that I know, like, I found out about this game by sure luck, sheer luck, and I'm so glad I did find out about it. I, w- I just went on to Steam to be like, okay, what's on sale this weekend? And there was, like, an indie fest going on, like a game fest or something like that. And I was just kind of, like, scrolling through because, like, I like to check out indies. I'm not, like, too big into indies, but I like to check them out every once in a while to maybe see if there's something that I like um, that, like, kind of piques my interest. And sure enough, there was something that piqued my interest. <laughs> it, it's this game called Ghost Runner. And it's basically like like copy and paste Cyberpunk 2077's universe, but like way more cyber like it leans like way more into the cyberpunky stuff, mm-hmm. uh, even more than like what Cyberpunk 2077 does. Yo, you mean the game that got delayed again? Yeah, the the game that got <laughs> delayed again. Yeah, it's coming um, out in December now. Yeah, it's gonna come out in like 2025. Yeah, so don't don't hold your breath for yeah. Cyberpunk. Um, Had to throw in that little bit of snippet of yeah, news. That news. Uh, it's a good segue, though. Yeah. You were like, oh, you mean the one It's really yeah. fun. It's it's a much different, way different game than Cyberpunk 2077 is. Instead of an RPG, it's this like fast movement based uh, level. I don't want to say it's a shooter. Is it's it just, linear? It's like, a slasher. It's very linear. So it's like it's you have that set path. Extremely linear. Yeah, okay. it's extremely linear. But it's uh, it's so much fun. So it's basically, um, it's basically like a whole movement puzzle game where uh you can do wall running you can do slides you can pause time and move out of the way or like dodge out of um out of uh enemy bullets or enemy gunfire and stuff like that and it's it gives me a lot of titanfall vibes but it's like it sounds like prince of persia but with extra steps honestly it's kind of like (laughs) it's like a futuristic prince of persia really it is but it's so much fun and what it reminded me of was uh love these games by the way did you ever play n plus plus no, actually. it's that little 2D game where like you're like that little like black stick man 
ninja guy who's like hopping on platforms and stuff and dodging. Oh, you mean like on a computer? No, no. It's... Uh, I thought you meant like stuff that you'd play in the computer lab when you were like in middle school. No, no. This was like an actual full. Because <laughs> that's like. This I used was to play a full like release little... game. Oh, I used yeah. to play like little stick people and they would like you know, jump around and like shoot people yeah. and there was like an epic story no, to it. No, not a lot of people played it. It was like a. I guess it's the closest thing it's to is like a Metroidvania, but it was so much fun because it's like a, it's like an insta death game where like you got to like work your way through this like 2D like level to get to the end. And that's kind of like what Ghost Runner is, where it is insta-kill. It's insta-kill. Like, There's a no health bar. Just... Yeah, no health bar. Like, if you get shot, you're dead. Like, just one shot, you're dead. Fair enough. Uh, so you got to really... And, and the enemies are accurate as fuck. <laughs> These motherfuckers don't miss. Yeah, yeah no, you're going to be... I don't want to say this because every, like, everyone memes on this, but it's it's kind of like the Dark Souls. Really? Yeah, I <laughs> A Dark you. Souls of... of um, uh, platformers or something. Yeah, I mean, at some, least, at some least in, genre or whatever. Well, I mean, I think it's really good that you're like that you gave this any game a chance because I feel like as us as having a video game podcast, we have to be open to all genres of game, whether we like it or not. You yeah. know, we and we've never been huge indie guys. We respect indie games yeah. and we love what they're doing because you know indie. You know, most studios, every game was probably an indie at some point. You know, it's like oh, this game is just now coming out. And like, rather it be. Yeah release as a full game it's just more so of a really big indie game just to kind of put that studio on the map so like i really respect when I mean, we're like an indie podcast i mean if you think about it yeah because i mean yeah I mean, we we're, are we're not huge but i mean we're, we're not, not a like, part of a big a big corporation like yeah IGN we're just we're here but i mean we're we're, we're we're getting our name out there and we're starting to make progress you know so we're like an indie game but yeah a podcast i know i mean i like the thing is with indie games is I just don't usually prefer the kind of indie games that usually like usually a lot of indie games are like top down strategy games or um, yeah, they're like big puzzles or they're like yeah. Journey where they're like or they're kind of like cutesy yeah. or, or like I'm not, I'm not big on the cutesy yeah, ones because indie games because like indie developers are like trying to tell an emotional story that wrenches at your heartstrings. Well, I mean, and... there's a game I actually have it on my phone. There's an indie game that's like super dark. Yeah, inside. That one, you've probably seen it, and it's like yeah, yeah. Those kind of games, about that game. those kind of games, I really, really like when they get they get really serious, and the stories yeah. are like really, really deep. In the indie games, like it's not really so much the gameplay, but more so the story of it. And some of them do tell a really good story. Some of it them just will shock you at the end. Yeah, some, some of them, them like, will really like, shock Whoa. you. But a lot of times, it's almost like like I just expect that now from an indie game. Where like indie games don't really shock me anymore. Because I'm always just like, okay, what's the twist? There's probably aliens or, or there's probably some kind of voodoo witch who's... Th- there's always some kind of like weird twist or something and like it it kind of like ruins all the twists because every indie game is doing it where there's some kind of mm-hmm. like secret or... There's like a secret government organization that's causing this like random ass thing that's going on in the game and it's yeah, or you're or, that one person who's not acting like a like a bot you know steered by the yeah, government you're, like you're you're that outsider you're or like, like you're going okay. on a journey to like to you're going on <laughs> you're going on a journey to discover that you're actually dead the entire time like, uh, wow like, okay whoa crazy overplayed we got it thank yeah, you next yeah like it's, it's a lot of overplayed like like Shyamalan twists mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. I mean, like, like I said, like I respect indie games. I respect what they try to do, and like, I mean, there's some that are just like take the world by storm. Like Journey, for instance, you know, yeah. like that one's really renowned mo- ma- mainly for its beauty yeah. because the game is 
a sheer work of art. Like when mm-hmm. you watch it, like you didn't got to play it. Like if you really want to like get the full experience of journey, I feel like you can get a better journey ex- is. Yeah. Journey is one of those games that really does nail that whole, like, uh, that art it's it's like artsy. a painting. It's yeah, like that a, artsy, yeah. like tug at your heartstrings kind of yeah, because thing. Because there is a story to it. And I played a little bit of I didn't beat it. But it's just, very subtle. Just because it's not necessarily my style. So I don't take anything away from it. I'm not gonna like judge that game completely because it's not necessarily like where I lean towards in games. Mm-hmm. But I will respect the game for what it is and it is a it's it's like playing a painting. Yeah. And it's like you're like going through an art gallery and you can tell they worked their asses off to make that game as yeah. beautiful as it did and to tell the story that they do. And the puzzles are like, I mean, they're not like super hard, but they're not like super easy. They give you like a little bit of a challenge here yeah. and there. But it's mainly, if you really want, like, you can get like 80% of the experience of that game just by watching a playthrough of it. Yeah. Like, you that's don't even have I, to play it. That's what I really like about Journey is it, it almost feels like it, 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 you can take it however you want to. Mm-hmm. It could literally just be the entire game is just a journey for some people. It is just a journey, mm, and then other people, other people can see, like see it as a as a story about like you moving like you moving on to the afterlife or something, or accepting death or yeah. something like that, or just like like just moving, just simply moving on from something. Yeah, it's just a, it's a very open concept of a game. Yeah, and yeah, you, know, you gotta tip your hat to them because like not every game can do that and be as successful as journey really was for an indie game. Like, I mean, it was rivaling games that were full games that were fully yeah. developed and released games. I think and it got game of the year one, it did. one year. Yeah. yeah. It got game of the year, like 2010 or when something. It came out. Yeah. yeah. It was like 2000. I think it was 2010. It was like around that time. 2012 yeah. maybe. God, we're getting fucking old. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It was 10. It was like yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. But back to ghost runner. Back right, to Ghost Runner. Take it away. Yeah, I don't know shit Runner. about Ghost Runner, so take yeah. it away. Um, really fun game. Uh, lots of awesome platforming. Reminds me a lot about Titanfall. I love. I fucking love Titanfall. We know. So <laughs> I love Titanfall. So anything that can, um, you're basically like this ninja assassin robot that runs on walls and can slow down time and like juke your enemies out and slashes them with samurai swords. And I think eventually you get like I'm sold ninja stars. <laughs> like, I'm sold. It's on PlayStation. I think you should pick it up. Um, sadly though, I I love the game. I love it. I'm in love with it. I streamed it, um, last like, like two or three days ago. It was like two days ago. Yeah. It was such a blast. And I'm going to have gameplay of it too, uh, for, for the YouTube channel as well. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, if you're watching on a, if you're listening on the podcast, go, go check out this timestamp in YouTube and, and watch a little bit of the, of the gameplay, but it's really fun, but it's definitely like, you're going to die a lot. Like, Disaster. You're going to get insta-killed a lot, and you're going to be replaying the same level over and over and over again, but it's very, very quick. It's not like load screens. You just, you die, boom, you're right back into the start of it. Yeah. And just, just At that point, running. you're okay with that, with it yeah. being that way. And unlike Dark Souls, which, yeah. you know, you die. There's like a slog, and, and you got to like, like run okay, back to your body. And like, yeah. This one's like, oh, you died, all right, go back, run it again. Yeah. Okay, it's it's cool. definitely one of those games where you're, you're going to be dying a lot, but you're just going to be replaying that same level over and over and over again until you get that same run. And it is so satisfying when you get the mechanics down and you run through a level one time, like your first time, it feels so good. You're like, holy shit, I just did this on my first go. Ugh. I'm a genius. <laughs> what? What? I'm an actual ninja. I'm you a go go- outside I am a god. You go outside and try to do it. Then you like run into a tree, break, <laughs> twist your ankle. You're like, I'm just going to go play games. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm not athletic. Let me go play games. <sighs> but other than that, uh, yeah, so that's, that's it for Ghost Runner. Sadly... Um, I've been having technical issues with it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It might be because it's just... And it uh, just released? Yeah, it just released. All right. But now every single time I try to play it, I get I just get a black screen. I don't know why. Uh, I've been trying to figure it out. I've been messaging... Um, yeah, I saw, their, I saw your Twitter. Yeah. I saw your tweet. I've been messaging devs to like help me out. They're probably going to push out a patch soon, so hopefully that'll fix it. Because I really don't want to have to refund the game. Because it, it's so much fun. And I really want to be able to pick back up on it and, and get further into the game. Yeah, you may just have to... Yeah, yeah, re-download it. Yeah. Did you already? No, I've it? re-downloaded it like six times. Okay, then never mind. <laughs> I've tried that. I've tried like a bunch of stuff in the files and stuff like that. I might have to just download it on my PS4 because uh, it seems like that version of it's pretty stable. I guess the PC version isn't super stable right now, but um, yeah, I hope it gets fixed. Other than that, I've been playing Phasmophobia. 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 Sorry. Been trying to get into the uh the spooky. Um, yeah, sorry, I yawned. I bad. Been trying to get into the spooky Ugh. feels. Been trying to get into the spooky yeah. feels. So day, Phasmoph- away from, day away from Halloween. Yeah. Let's try to get into the spooky feels finally. Because yeah. it's not like it's been 89 degrees <laughs> in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Just for all of October. It feels like the 4th of July still. Yeah, it's very hot. Okay, yeah. I've been I've been wearing jeans and boots just to feel like it's cold outside, but I'm just, I'm, you know, just putting myself through hell. I've been turning my uh, air conditioning in my room down to like, 50 to be like it's winter guys i swear i mean i woke up this morning and i put my air i usually put my air on like 72 when i go to bed and some people will be like what you're crazy i'm like okay look my house gets super cold like 72 is like 68 in a normal household so Mm -hmm. chill all right and i woke up and it was 68 in my house but it was set on 72 and so i was like and it felt like 60 and it was ridiculous i was freezing my ass off this morning i was like good god is it finally winter and i walked outside and it was actually kind of warm and i was like son of a bitch and i like went outside and thawed Wake out me up in a month i was like so i'm gonna fucking hibernate some more <laughs> just like wanted to go back inside but i had to let my dog out so yeah back to phasmophobia um been been playing that trying to get into the, the scary feels and uh, what phasmophobia is is it's the it's the newest um, it's the newest uh, spice of the internet. Mm. The newest spice of the internet. Um, a lot of been a lot of people have been playing it. It's basically so you know those old um, ghost hunting shows that we yeah, used to watch. I, I watched like, you play yeah, it. I know what yeah, I know the gist adventures. of it, and I was like, huh. I mean, I, I mean, I was at Hannah's house when yeah. I watched it, but like, I was like peeping, and I was like, yeah. Well, for like the audience oh. that doesn't know, yeah, I got you. Know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, the it is basically like, a, a, who's there? Anybody there? Yeah, <laughs> like it's basically like all of those old ghost hunting shows that everyone used to grow up watching with their parents and stuff, but in a game format. So you go to a haunted house, you uh, bring in like detecting uh, equipment, like a EMF reader and and a, a noise box and all that other stuff. And you go into a room or you go to like every room and try to hunt down the ghost and try to find it, try to communicate with it. And it is so much fun and it is so fucking terrifying. So I have a question. Like, so does it pick up on the audio that you say in the yes. game? I noticed That's that the because, part. because you were talking about it. Like you, you were in there and like the shepherd was like, say his name, Just keep saying his name. And you kept saying his name. And like the EMF reader would yeah, go up. Your microphone is connected to the game. And that's like one of the biggest parts of it is you're supposed to communicate with your buddies through the radio comm link. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also you're supposed to talk to the ghost and stuff through your microphone. So you can like say the name of the ghost, say just random questions like how old are you? Uh, what's 
uh, will they, will where they, are you from? Like, will they answer the questions in the game, or will they just like? No, they just, just show up and try to kill you. Oh, okay. So, wh- what happens if they try to kill you? They kill you. Can you run from it? Yeah. Do you have you successfully run from one? No. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. No. Well, whenever this game is on the nope list for me, so I got you. Like whenever they've uh, a lot of times they haven't run after me. A lot of times they'll just pop up and be like, "Boo! Did it scare you?" <laughs> yeah, did I, scare, I scared did, you. Did I kill you? Yeah. I did kill I'm you. I'm always man. like, yeah, you scared me. You scared the you shit scared, out of me. Yeah, you scared well, the shit out of me. Well, now we gotta have a we gotta have a night where we're drinking and we play this game. Now we gotta have first. You gotta get a computer. No, I mean like I come over to your house and we start drinking and I watch you play it and I'm just oh yes please and I'm just in the back and I'm just like ah yes. shit. Oh wait, I'm the one that gets terrified and you just watch. I'm gonna be terrified too. Okay, okay. We're just like okay. we can plug up like dual headphones <laughs> and we can just like I just listen. What's going on? I'd be like, what the fuck is happening? It's like, why are you whispering? It's, it's really terrifying too because, like, I never thought I would be so terrified of, of a video game because usually scary games do not scare me. Yeah, that's I why it's do like not skeptical scared. for me because you don't get scared from scary games. Yeah, but and I, I do. <laughs> but I think because, um, I think because, like, it's so free form, like, you, you got to go in and you got to find it and you got to put in so much effort into what you're doing. And it's so, like, a free form game instead of a, such a linear game. That's what's so scary about it. Um, and like, if you die, you're dead for the entire rest of the level and you got to just wait for your friends to either finish or he just kind of boots you back to the main screen. So it's not like a, Oh, I died and I reload back to the checkpoint. Like, no, if you die, you're done with the level. You You lose. You lost that ghost hunt. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is terrifying. Like it is so scary just going into Like, I remember this, the first, the first room or the first place me and my buddy Christian went into on stream, uh, two, uh, first place we went into he was terrified and we had a ghost that would only, he, he was like a big bitch. He's like ginormous, like scaredy cat. Um, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that deep in my soul. And he was like, uh, I Don't was worry, the only, Christian. One, I I feel was the only one with a flashlight and the ghost. I'll be only, damn. I'm going to say, bitch, I'm going to give me the flashlight. I'm too scared for this shit. And the ghost only reacts to one person at a time. So Christian was like, all right, bud, we'll have a great time. You go in there. <laughs> So I go in there and I'm like talking to the ghost and I'm not, I'm not afraid at this point. I'm like, uh, what's no. your name? Yeah, uh, you're just treating it like another yeah, game. Yeah. yeah I was like, in uh, there. I think her name was like Susan Taylor, Susan Taylor. Where are you? Where are you? And then all of a sudden, like the sound design is so good. Cause I, I hear like, it sounds like it's right behind my head. Mm. It goes, Wah. I just shit my pants. <laughs> Immediately I was like, I turn the game off. Fuck this. Fuck this. <laughs> And I, I leave. I, I leave. would turn all. I would throw my headphones. Yeah. I'd be like, "Have you seen the?" Um... And then, like five minutes later, I had to go back in and still talk to it because Christian was still being a little bitch. I don't blame him. I feel you. I'll be right and there. I had to go you in. got it, fish. I had to Whoa! go in, and I was like, "Okay, Susan, be nice, be nice." And then all of a sudden, this ugly, disgusting creature just starts crawling towards me on the ground. <laughs> That's a big fuck no, yeah. fuck no. It's terrifying. I haven't so when I watched you, I didn't get to see or hear anything like that when I was watching you. Like I don't think because like I had the volume down really low because I was talking, uh-huh. I was having, I was in a conversation, but I wanted to make sure I was there watching so you could you know get the view and get like the yeah. you know some, all that. Appreciate it, appreciate yeah, it. Trying to do what I can, I do what I can. But like I was waiting because I every time I look at it, I mean like knowing my luck, I'm gonna look and this bitch is gonna scare the shit out of me. And I'd look and it'd be like, oh no, okay. Nope. Okay. Good. 
No. Oh, uh, okay, good. But, like, I haven't got to see any, like, super scary part of the game. So, like, I'm kind of, like, wanting to, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to see one. But I know as soon as I do, then I'm going to know what to expect from the yeah. game. Because right now, like, I go in there, and I, if I watched you play it right now, I'd basically be going in blind. Like, I've seen what the gameplay looks like, and I see, like, the environment, but I don't, like, know the sounds or know, like, what to, what happens, anything like that. So Yeah, we can we can get together and play it together. That would be yeah. that would be a fun night. <clears throat> That'd be a fun like game night yeah. to have. We'll do it soon. Yeah, we'll do it soon. We'll do it soon. I can't get Christian on it anymore because he's so scared. He <laughs> got so scared about it. Who did you play with the uh, last Christian? Stream? Oh, that that was yeah, last that, time that you was, played. Yeah, that was Shepard. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was his that was his little username. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, well, I feel you, Christian. I do. That yeah. shit seems terrifying. All right, so um, moving on to main topic. Let's move on to the main. Breaking news. We're going to talk about open worlds. Open worlds. Open worlds. Very broad topic, so we probably have plenty to talk about. Yeah, we're doing a broad topic again. It's it's not really like we're not really like doing like are they bad? Are they good? Are they this? Are they that? We're just talking about them. We're just talking about our opinions. We're talking about how we feel about open worlds and stuff like that. And we're not running out of stuff to say, but we're just, we're we're bringing up these more broad topics like this because the new consoles and everything are so close to getting here that, you know, the only things we could really ever talk about in here would just be like, There's also just not a lot of news to talk about. Yeah, there's not a lot of gaming news other because everything's crowded by the consoles coming out. So in two weeks, we don't have anything new about the consoles. So in two weeks, when the consoles drop and then all the new release games drop for it, yeah, we can maybe do. We can talk about we can talk about our opinions on other people's opinions because we won't have the consoles. (laughs) We're gonna get them as soon as we can. Definitely, I'm definitely gonna get one as soon as possible. I'm definitely going to get a PlayStation 5, though, just because mm-hmm. they're more aesthetically pleasing to me, and I guess I'm going to stay loyal to the PlayStation yeah. family. But I do see myself eventually getting an Xbox as well when yeah. I finally start making more money. But I saw the interface for the PlayStation 5, and it looks... I guess we can do a little side tangent. And, yeah, before, and talk about before some, we go into open like worlds. The, some, like, we can talk about some of the small details of, of the consoles that have kind of mm-hmm. come out that aren't like whole podcast-worthy. Because we can't, like, the only news about them that have come out are, like, the... How the main, they look. Yeah, and the main interfaces and yeah. stuff like that. I don't think you can, like, stretch that for 30 And, minutes. like, the quick resume on Xbox and stuff like that, which is yeah. actually a really good feature. Yeah. I like think the, the PlayStation does something similar to it. The PlayStation 5 has a really nice interface. It looks really, really clean. Really clean. Um, really smooth. But, weirdly enough, they said, I thought this, I mean, this is, this is cool and impressive, but I don't know why it's necessary. They said that the PlayStation 5 can, like quick resume into the past five different games you've played. So like it will hold a spot on that game, like for like five different games. And I guess that's cool. So like well, if Xbox is doing the same thing, if you're playing like, so if like you're playing like one game, you can quickly switch over to another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Xbox has been really big on advertising that. That's cool and all, but like, I don't see myself switching between five different games in one night. Yeah, I mean, I guess it all depends on what you're doing. Like, if you're in a party and y'all are, like, hopping around for, like, mul- like, hey, let's play Madden. Hey, let's yeah. play COD. Hey, hey let's, let's play Rocket League. Yeah, let's play Rocket League. You know, let's play Fortnite. Let's play this. Let's play that. If you want to keep hopping, like, you know, I'm over this. Let's go back to that. And, like, I don't know if it'll hold your party, but, like, at least it'll hold the, you know, it'll hold the game there. Or, like, yeah. hey, let's do a let's do a story mission on whatever together. Let's play Anthem, if anybody actually plays that. Yeah. You know, like, I, I could see where... 
it would be a thing. But like you said, like when Xbox was advertising it, I thought it was really cool. But the only thing that I would really use it for would be like to go from video games to Netflix or like yeah. for my streaming, like, yeah. like, all right, well, or like, I can see where it'd be useful. Like if you wanted to go to YouTube, look up something real quick on the yeah. game and then go right back into the game without having to load it up. You know, it's just right there. Cause I do have a lot of nights when I'm on my PC, uh, where I'm switching, like, like I'll play an hour of a game. And then I'll get off of it and go to YouTube for a minute, and then I'll go back to my game, and then I'll go to Netflix, and then I'll go back to my game. Yeah, and I think that's what I think that's the audience that's really like yeah. targeting is because you so know maybe if it's for apps, I can see that, but like if, for five different games, I hope that I hope that they probably meant five different slots for whatever you're opening because I know Xbox does that. I know for yeah. a fact that Xbox is like seamless. Seamless, you know, transitions between all your apps and not mm-hmm. just your games. Like, it'll resume your, your game as soon as you're done. Like, you can go watch an episode or two of, or whatever you want to on Netflix, but then you go back and you're on that pause screen right there like you weren't, like you were never gone. Yeah. And so I feel like PlayStation's going towards that same that same thing, but, you know, we're, we're, we're going to see. If it is just for games, that's dumb, especially for five. Of yeah, them. I just but, don't. Especially with them having such, like, them touting this, like, super fast SSD. Like, me... They're just trying to keep I don't, up with PCs. Yeah, and so. the thing is, like... Yeah, and the thing is, like... So you want to hold a specific spot in a game for me, like, that I might have played, like, a month ago? Like, I'm not going to remember where the hell I was in that game. I Like, yeah. that load-up time... That load up time is like kind of like me, like yeah. like I sometimes need that load up time into a game to be like, okay, where was I last? Well, I'm sure this is what could, I was doing. Yeah, well, I'm sure you can close the app like you can on yeah. any. I'm sure you can just be like, all right, I'm gonna close that app because I'm not gonna come back to that yeah. game for a while. And then whenever you do come back to it, you're just like, you have that load up time to think about yeah. it. You know, it's just know? kind of it's just kind of weird to me because they've been touting this really fast SSD, where if you need to load up a game from just from start. I don't see why that would be such a problem. Why it's so long? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. It's just me, but I like having that disconnect where, like, okay, I have this game closed. I'm done with it, and then once I start it back up again, it's like, okay, we're starting up. Yeah, I'm remembering where I last and, was. And like, I would. I think the SSD. And I feel like just like, jumping back into the game right where I left off would be a little jarring. But yeah, I mean, it'd take me a little know. time to get used to it. But anyway, like, we'll see. We'll see when they come out. And we start. We get our hands on one, and we can. Yeah. actually experience it but like i mean the ssd that i've seen is really just kind of like what they've been advertising mainly what i've been seeing is no load screens at all mm-hmm. which is you know why anybody would want to get an ssd in anything you know like i know for miles morale for miles morales it's like they said for the fast travel there's no load screen yeah like there's no subway like load screen on the ps5 you just go to it you just yeah you, <laughs> instant you, yeah, transmission it's basically that yeah you just go just pop which I mean, it's kind of like funny because Shadows of War does that too. Like if you're if you're in that area and you want to go to one of your towers, mm-hmm. you just go right there, and it's just like you you hit it. There's like a black screen for yeah, like now that, two that's seconds, cool. and then you go. The only time it loads up is if you go to a whole ass new region, and it has to load up all yeah. the different captains, and then remember your army, and then it doesn't even take that long. That that's, game the game runs really really well for how really large cool. it is. That's really cool. I did see some people talking about though on a different podcast. I, I want to bring this up because I, I thought this was very very cool. Um, when we don't have any load screens, uh, that also kind of means we don't have any downtime to like really kind of like, like I, I, I do think load screens are kind of important in some places where you can kind of have a second to breathe. 
Not like Horizon Zero Dawn death load screens that take four years to load up. Or like Bloodborne's, yeah. Yeah, or like any any Dark Souls load screen from, or Bloodborne load screen ever. Yeah. Yeah, so I I do think, I do think loading screens do help in the pacing of a game at times. Uh, Like sometimes if I ever, if I ever fast traveled (coughs) in spider, Gesundheit. That's a cough, but thank you. (laughs) I've been fighting a cold, not Rona. Fighting Rona. I promise. Um. But if I ever did use a, a, a cutscene, it was also or a, a cutscene, a loading screen to to fast travel. It was kind of a nice little time, kind of second, like catch my breath and like kind of disconnect from the game for just one second, just to be like, oh. I would just go get a drink at that point. Yeah, okay, I mean, reality or something. Or yeah, check my phone while I'm on the load screen. You know, like even on like I like I hope that they keep load screens for multiplayer games and stuff like that. Yeah, because it gives me a chance to text like to text people back in between matches. Yeah, like I don't want seamless like multiplayer most of the time because I mean some people are like no no I do I'm like okay well if you want to dedicate you know your entire you know you want to dedicate twelve hours straight to just playing video games and ignore the world I got it but if you have like relationships or people mm-hmm. like friends that you have that care about where you're at like it you know yeah, having I, that I load screen. Like- I having like that load having screen those few helps. Seconds to like check my phone, like check up with my friends, pet my dog, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> give him a little attention. Like, I'm sorry, I've been yeah. killing orcs all day, baby. I check love out, you. check out the Instagram or Twitter or something. Yeah, you know? I mean, check out what I got tagged in. You know, just check stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, loading screens are kind of nice to like, like to like pull you back into reality for a second and be like, okay, like let's check my real life. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's nice being immersed, completely immersed into a game. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of the times that's why we play games. Yeah, we want to be immersed. Yeah, we want to be immersed. immersed in it, but. Still, like, you do need to stay in touch with the reality yeah, at times. you need a second to, like, breathe and yeah. kind of... Especially, like, if you, like, in Dark Souls, for instance, like, after my death, the last thing I want to do is be right back in it. Because if I died in Dark Souls, mm-hmm. it was probably, like, I probably was very stressed out trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And so that gives me a second to be like, yeah. okay, that boss did this, this, and this to me. I'm very stressed out. I need a break. This load screen is going to yeah. take a little while. I'm going to go get something to drink and, you know, kind of walk it off. Yeah, you kind of, like, take a breather and be like, yeah, okay, but, what do I need to do next? Like, what do I need to change in my, like, combat to, yeah, like, Yeah, you get that small little second. Reflection. Yeah, you get a reflection. little reflection. You know, you can go back in your playbook and see what's wrong. But, I mean. Shit, we are stretching this out into a podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, we could make a whole podcast. I didn't know we could make an entire podcast on loading screens. Yeah, but I, didn't, I didn't think we, can. we could. But I mean, I mean, it's actually not a bad little tangent we're going on here, but I mean, but I mean, to wrap it up, I'd say that it's good that we're getting these seamless, the seamlessness, this, this quickness of games of, you know, going in and out. I think that's great. I think it's one step closer to the future of gaming, but I do Uh, think being fully emerged into the game to like, to the point where we're just living the game. We have a headset on. We're like, we're like, if you've ever seen the new season of black mirror, you just put something on and you're in the game, you know, and you're just like laying there. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's emerged, but like that's being emerged into the game. But right now, like in this time with our phones and everything and our lives and all this Corona BS going around, I think it's nice to have load screens to kind of stay in touch with the reality and make sure mm-hmm. everything's okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I do too. Uh, I, I think that um, it'll be interesting to see where no load screens lead us. And I do think it's going to maybe possibly have a change on how games are paced. Definitely. Yeah, but th- that'll be cool to, to, to yeah. look at and maybe something fun to, to come back and talk about, too. Yeah. But yeah, back to the main topic. Open worlds. Open worlds. Open worlds. Let's get into the meat and taters. This comes, this topic actually comes from one of our dear listeners, Jacob. Oh, my boy Del Teasy? Yeah, Del Teasy. Oh, Jacob, I love you, Jacob. I miss you, buddy. I'm yeah. glad you're doing well. I hope you're doing well, but I know you are. 
doing big things. We he's, miss you, man. We miss you. Glad yeah. you're, uh, but yeah, glad you're, uh, you're doing well. He's been an awesome supporter of the podcast. Thank you so much, dude, for, well, for of course. supporting he's, a, us. He's, he's an OG. Yeah, he's an OG. We have the same birthday. And if you don't, you, don't, you didn't know that. Yeah, we're just. No, I didn't know that. You did? Yeah. You I told me that a long it. time ago. Yeah, well, we have the same birthday. He's just a year younger. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. But anyways, no more. Love you, time. buddy. Yeah. Love you, dude. But yeah, this comes from Jacob. Uh, open worlds. Um, how do you feel about open worlds? Um, so kind of like the same way I feel about load screens. <laughs> like, um, I love them. You don't like them. I love them. And then sometimes I don't, Yeah, you know, and I think, uh, I think a lot of people can relate to me that, you know, cause you always, sometimes you want to get into that, that you get into that mood where you want to play a video game and you want to, you want to live that life. Like, like if your life is just trash right now on the outside, mm-hmm. like in the real world, I know I've been there. Like, when your life is just garbage, you want to hope you want to hop in an open world game where you're a badass, or where you're like you can control that destiny, your destiny a whole lot easier than you feel like you can out here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like whenever I'm going through it, you know I love hopping into an open world game, just being emerged in the game. Um, depending on, I mean, it, I've never been big on like The Sims and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. those types of open world games. Like I don't want to live an entire. Is that, is that an open world? Yes. Because you can just go around and do whatever. Is that considered an open world? Dude, like, people live whole lives in The Sims. I guess it is an open world. They, they, they like, people will like dedicate like half of the day just to playing Sims because they hate their life so much on the outside that they want to go into Sims and make a better life for themselves. I'm like, bro, put sounds some, like video games. I was like, bro, put an effort into your real life. If you put as much effort into your real life as you do the Sim, your Sims family, you'd probably have a Sims family with a 401k right now. <laughs> like, but in real life, like, so. But um, no, I, I like, I've always been a big open world guy. Um, they're very time consuming. They're mm-hmm. very grindy. You know, you're going to have to grind at them, a lot of them. And I have a very hard time of sticking with them because my brain just hops back and forth. So, I mean, they're, they're nice from time to time, but I also do like a good linear story mm-hmm. with a set path here and there because it's nice to uh, have that, you know, that structure where, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really have to worry. Yeah. You just have to just play through the game and then upgrade your character how you see fit. Yeah, and something's then, kind of already planned out and you're, yeah, the you're world's playing planned a very out. tailored experience. Yeah, yeah, just tailor. I mean, then that's like, that's why when I want to be lazy, I guess. You know, I don't want to think too much. Because when I'm in an open world game, dude, I will think mm-hmm. and I will plan to to a T. Like Shadows of War, it's basically, it's, it's pretty open world. It's just a bunch of different regions, but the regions are huge. And there's a lot of different stuff yeah. going on. But I've had time on my hands, so I'll like sit there and I'll sit there for hours and I'll plan and I'll make sure everything's perfectly and I'll like pick my captains and I'll do I'll do all this extensive open world stuff and upgrade my gear and all this stuff. But it, I know I'm going to get burned out of it soon, and then I'm just going to want to play something extremely linear. And I don't really don't have any of those types of games other than like maybe I don't know the newest God of War, which mm-hmm. is fairly linear. Like it's, yeah, it's also a little bit hubby, though. Yeah. Like, it's like kind of hub world because you're going back and forth to a lot of things. Yeah, you're going back and forth to a lot of the worlds, yeah. but a lot of the worlds that you're in aren't necessarily super open. Yeah. Like, they all do have set paths. You can't just go anywhere. But, like, it's still, it's like half and half, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, but it, it gave me a sense of, you know, tailored. You know, it felt like a tailored game, and I was just kind of playing through it. And I, when I played it, I was hooked on it. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. But um, no, open worlds, I love them. I do, yeah. but it's just a matter of what mood I'm in and mm-hmm. how what how much time I have on my hands on whether I play them or not. I, I feel the same. Like that whole, what you said with like, oh, I like it like I do loading. Like I feel the same 
way I do with loading screens. I like, sometimes I like open worlds and sometimes I don't. I think one of the biggest things that I've seen in the past few years is almost everyone has an open world. And it kind of became a trend because like in the early generation, open worlds were the hot thing and they were fun. Um, but it seems like everyone has an open world and everyone has like this ginormous map with a billion jillion uh, things to do. Yeah, it's, but it used to be just people <clears throat> flexing hardware. Yeah. And they're cool. Yeah. It's cool. But at the same time, it almost feels like a second job. Yeah, exactly. Like we, it, and we've almost, had this conversation before. Yeah, it almost feels like a second job going through some of these games and, and like checking off all the icons and seeing all the missions and your things like that. Your side missions, your main yeah. missions, your the, the side quest that comes with upgrading your armor, yeah. finding new parts for weapons, making new allies. Yeah, and a lot of like whenever cetera, a game does it, whenever a game does it really really well, it can be super fun. Like like I, I think I can speak for everyone, Skyrim does it very well. Yeah. Now Skyrim has like in reflection a lot of people have started to see that Skyrim has a lot of problems, but for the time and even still now sometimes Skyrim is so much fun to go. Yeah, I mean, it's go go it, it's goaded as an open world game because I mean, it's so it's so believable as a world. Like you have a like you can go walk to any town you want. You don't have to be a part of any kind of main quest. You can just you can live whatever kind of life you want in the game. You can be a you can be a blacksmith. You can be an alchemist. You can um, what else can you do? You can you can create you can become a werewolf, become a vampire. Yeah. You know you can do all kinds <clears> of stuff. And I think that's probably. I think it's crazy how that game can be such a full game in itself without you playing even the story missions. Yeah. You know, like every time I play Skyrim, dude, I get, I barely do any of the story missions. Like I forget about them. And then when I go back and do them, I'm like so overpowered for every mission. I'm just like, oh, well, how long have I been playing this? You can this? literally just make a life and a playthrough <coughs> in that game just by being like a, a blacksmith. Yeah. Like you can just say like, that's why so many people replay the game because there's so many options you can go. Yeah, um, like, you can, I'm gonna <clears throat> become a great thief. You know, yeah, like you I'm gonna make my a, whole career out of being a thief. I'm gonna join the Dark Brotherhood, and I'm gonna become an assassin. Bow and arrow assassin, stealth yeah. build. Yeah, that's so. That's such a fun build. That's it like is. my favorite it build is. that I've done so far. It's so satisfying. Everyone has done that build because it's so much fun. It's so satisfying. It is. It is. Um, but that that's the thing with it is you you can literally just like you can become a traveling merchant. You can you can. There's just so many little things that don't even require you to be to do <coughs> to do combat to even yeah, play you, the game. You can go around kill chickens and piss off all the guards. Yeah, you can you can become an illusionist and play a, have a whole playthrough where you don't even fight anybody. Uh, you just use a, illusion magic to like I don't know trick Fina them, yeah, trick finesse them. your way yeah, through finesse the, game. the way. Yeah, yeah. Or you can be a uh, uh, charismatic. <coughs> Jesus, you really God. do have the Rona. No, I just got like a bunch of shit stuck in my throat. It's yeah, okay, stay six feet away. We are kind of socially <laughs> distanced. The little square you got us in with the cloth is got us closer than usual. Okay, look, <laughs> I'm trying to soundproof us here. Okay, I mean, I think it's working because I is. think our our audio's got higher quality, but like, yeah, I think it sounds better. Let us know if the audio sounds better, guys. Uh, yeah, keep in mind, I have to hold my mic. I don't have a mic stand, so it's like if my audio kind of peaks or like fades at time, it's because I'm having a hard time keeping it steady at a good yeah. spot. So, but I apologize. But yeah, Skyrim. Skyrim does does open worlds in a very specific way, and I think they really accomplish what they're setting out to do. Uh, maybe not to like the highest quality, no, but they they do accomplish it. A game that's, before a game. Before its time, really, it's like it was. It was ahead of its time. 
uh, well, maybe like a little, yeah, yeah, ahead of its time, maybe like a little bit. The quality. Too definitely. ambitious. The, a little yeah, too ambitious. It's very possibly. ambitious. The, like, if it came out now, if it was like a release game for the PS5 or an Xbox, yeah. it would be, it would look gorgeous. Yeah. Like, it would, it would be astonishing. And maybe with a better, better studio that actually gave a shit, but. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yes, that that's is neither a jab. That's neither here or there. That is a jab to Bethesda. Yeah, that, that is, that is indeed a jab to you, Bethesda. Um. Because they're totally listening to this. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they're one of the 17. Yeah, they're one of the 17. <laughs> Todd Howard's like, God damn it. Damn it, run it. Not again. You fo- you fooled me again. You, you done bamboozled me you again. You done bamboozled me. You already ridiculed our deal with, <laughs> with Microsoft, and now here we are. You're talking shit about our best game. That's it. We're I'll done. I'll get you one day. Run it. <laughs> try it. Just try. We got nothing to lose. <laughs> we really have nothing to lose. Dead except ass. 17 followers. Yeah, we'll lose our 17 followers. And what are you going to do? Take our mics away? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, Skyrim is, is one way you can do an open world. Skyrim is one way you can do an open world. Another way is is a little bit more linear. And what I mean by that is like the Assassin's Creed open worlds, the infamous open world. Spider-Man. Yeah, the action adventure open worlds. Yeah, it's the action very, adventure. It's open a worlds. very limited open yeah, world yeah. compared to other ones like Skyrim. Yeah, and basically stuff. the open world is is just kind of like a dressing or a setting, mm-hmm. you know. And you can maybe have side quests and stuff like that, but you really don't do anything else. And those are still fun depending on the game. Like, like the open world of Spider Man is it's perfect. Yeah, it's it's one of the biggest. It's the it's the greatest quality of the game because you are Spider Man. You are yeah. zipping around in open world. Exactly. With you webs. don't want super linear with Spider Man. Yeah. You, know, you you want to be able to swing yeah. around and do whatever. And as a superhero, you want to help people when you see they they need help. So there's side missions and random you know criminal encounters and stuff like that. And it works really well with the game. They make it work. Yeah. So I think a majority of that content, instead of like the content being like billions of quests and multiple ways that you can play your Spider-Man and like having an RPG kind of game. It's more yeah. of like the gameplay is swinging around the city and yeah. just being Spider-Man. It's not build, that is the game. It's not build your type of Spider-Man either. It's like, hey, you can unlock all these upgrades. You're going to need all these upgrades. Mm-hmm. It's not like in uh, Shadow of War, for instance. Uh, each You get the main upgrade, but each main upgrade has like a side upgrade, but only one can be activated at a time. You yeah. know, it has like two to three, depending there are on which like one it is. There are like skills and stuff like that, but yeah. those aren't and really... And it, it's just based on yeah. your play style. Like those some are really heavy RPG, stealth. Those aren't really RPG yeah. elements. They're more just like a progression. Like, hey, here's something that you can work towards. Here's something mm-hmm. that's going to like change up the gameplay a little bit. Yeah, you know? based on your play style. But the core of the gameplay doesn't change. Exactly. Whereas with Skyrim, Fallout, games of this heavy nature... Heavy RPG games. Heavy, yeah. heavy RPG your upgrades and your everything that you do are very, very crucial to how the game plays out and how you play through the game, you know, it, and it changes things for yeah. you, you know, because it's just how, I mean, it's, it's supposed to simulate a life, you know, yeah. like, like you're living that game. So, you know, it's why it's called a role playing game. You know, you're playing a role. So you're in an RPG element and you're, you're doing these things yeah. and you're living this life and you're making these decisions. And whereas in Spider-Man, you're not making decisions, you're just you're in you're playing a Spider-Man. You're following you, a set story. Yeah, you're following a set story regardless. Spider-Man's going to say what he wants to say and you're just getting him there and yeah. you're just doing his actions. But regardless, the main hook isn't I can be yeah. a wizard or I can be an archer. The main hook is I'm going to be yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, or like You're filling with, a role. You're yeah. just filling a role. Yeah, I mean, an already set role. 
Yeah, and then another game, which I'm surprised we haven't brought it up yet when it comes to open worlds, is Witcher 3. You know, it's... Oh, I'm, I was going to get to that. I knew you I were going to get that, to yeah. it. I knew, because there's think... no way you would go one oh, no, one no. conversation yeah, no, of was... open world without me or you mentioning waiting. The Witcher. Yeah, I was I was holding off so... on Witcher. I was holding off on Witcher. Because well, I, mean, I think Witcher kind of sits in its own little... And I was, that's exactly what I was getting at. Because I feel like Witcher is its absolutely very own open world. Because yeah. it's so different. Yeah, it's so different. I, I think it kind of... Until Cyberpunk comes out, yeah, then it's a I think futuristic. I think we Witcher. can go ahead and move on to to Witcher. Uh, but we I can think it, we um, can talk about Witcher for a hot minute, so <laughs> we 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 have the time. We're good. The, the Witcher kind of like straddles the line of like the Spider Man one and the, the Skyrim, RPG. yeah, and the yeah. Skyrim one mm-hmm. because the RPG it's still an RPG, but the RPG elements come more from like story stuff and conversations yes. and stuff like that, whereas like. <laughs> You can build Geralt out in different ways, yeah, but there's only like maybe like three ways you can really build him out, and all of them are still kind of core, core to being a Witcher. Yeah, it's like you want to be light armor, heavy armor, medium armor, heavy armor, yeah. and they're not like hey, with wait, like you can't do a stealth aspect yeah. of the game. It's you, you do. You're not this. picking up a bow. You're not yeah, going to be yeah. casting spells. It's like, you really, it's like, do you want to intensify your melee attacks? You want to intensify your signs. Um, you know, do, do you want to be a master at crafting, you know, potions and, you know, all these oils and stuff like they give you those options to make the game easier and stuff, but those options don't change the game. And mm-hmm. like you said, that's where it differs, you know, in Skyrim, you know, your type of weapons and stuff like that, or like some games, your upgrades dictate how you play the game or like how the missions play out. In The Witcher, the, the missions are going to play out based on the decisions you make and the conversations that you have. Yeah, that's the RPG element yeah, of it. Yeah, there's the RPG element of it because then it takes that. Now you you, you got to battle not with what you think your play style is. You got to battle with your conscience. You got to battle mm-hmm. with who you are, your morals and stuff. Because if, you, you know, if, you, if you're like us, you want to get invested in the game. Yeah. So you're like, when I, whenever you go through the first playthrough, you know, we both talk about it. We do what we would do in that situation. And then after that, usually we try to get, like, the best ending or, like, you know, a different ending. We'll be like, hey, I'm going to be an asshole the whole game. Like, I'm just going to be a dick, and I'm just going to completely, you know, screw people over and do this. Or, hey, I'm going to be the nicest guy possible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to be super genuous, like, yeah. gen- like, genuine and generous and just try to, you know, help everybody out as I can and, like, take no money. I'm just going to be a, a fucking angel. Which, uh, a point, though, to that is all of those are aspects of Geralt. Mm-hmm. The, the main character, all of those will be a type of Geralt. Um, so you are kind of still playing a role. Yes, you You're are not, developing yeah, how you want. You aren't a serious. Geralt to like be. it isn't like a serious RPG where like I'm going to be a cutthroat wizard who's evil and blah blah blah. No, yeah. like, everything that you say, whether it be a dickish thing or a nice thing. It all go- does sound like something Geralt would yeah, say. Yeah, regardless of what you do, it's still something Geralt would say. Like if you're yeah. gonna be, if Geralt's gonna be nice, he's gonna be a dick about it. Yeah, but, but you he's, can sti- still but he's still build, gonna be nice. You can still build your Geralt out yeah. in a in a very yeah, specific. It depends way. on what side of Geralt you want to yeah. display yeah. to everybody as you're playing through. And I think it's, I think CD Projekt Red just they they nailed it. You know, they they did it beautifully. And I think that's why I was so invested when I played Witcher Three the first time is because. It's such a different, you know, as different take on open worlds. Yeah, that and was. And I just, it's, it's a genuine experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels different, and I really like that. Now I feel like a bunch of games are trying to copy that. That was a lot of the reason why I didn't quite gravitate to Witcher at first, 
because my knowledge of like RPGs and stuff like that made me think, oh, I'm going to be going in and this is going to be like Skyrim where I can possibly pick up a bow mm-hmm. and I can like craft my own Witcher and he can be like a stealth. Like, like for some reason I had it in my mind that I was going to play the Witcher and like have stealth. Like it was just going to be all like Skyrim. And whenever I first started playing it, I was very young and stupid guys. I was very naive. Okay. My knowledge of video games was not that great. I tried telling him at the time. Shut up. Let the record show. I did. Um, I did. I we argued this. We we got in some heated of, debates. I was, like instead of accepting the game for what it was, I was kind of like, "This isn't like Skyrim. I want to like sneak around and like do, and like use a bow and arrow or something, or like have more choices in gameplay." And I still think that would be a really cool game. Like that would be a really awesome game by itself. A Witcher game where like yeah, you just build me. you build your own Witcher. I would one hundred percent get behind that. But then whenever I finally decided to be like like. That's the thing is like I was I was coming into the game thinking it was a different kind of mm-hmm. it, like I said it straddles that line it straddles that line of like a linear kind of action adventure yeah. game and an RPG whereas I thought it was going to be a very heavy RPG game and it's not I thought it was going to be more Skyrim and yeah. less Spider Man but more it's kind of more in the middle yeah I mean and I went into the game with an open mind and now I love it. Is that I went into the game with an open mind when it first came out anyway, because I had never played any of the Witcher games. Um, I hadn't, I mean, I had played a lot of Skyrim, but I was never like, I was never really one of those people to get super invested into Skyrim. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> oh, sorry. But, um, you know, but so I didn't really have expectations for Witcher 3. I just got it because I was like, you know, we got it because it was supposed to be a really good game. And so I went and I played it and my, when I went in, my mind was open, you know, I had a very open mindset going into it and I just, I got to see the game for what it was anyway, cause I didn't have expectations for it, you know? And I think that's why we differed on our, our views on the game because you had that expectation. Yeah, I had being, an expectation. I didn't. I just went into that game hoping it was a good game and I fell in love with it and I was like, I really wish you would see it the way I see it. Yeah. Because we, we like when we were talking I, about it. I didn't it, fall in love with the game until I was finally like, okay, drop your expectations, accept the game for what it is. Yeah. And I'm trying and to that's do when that. I, and that's when I fell in love with it. Yeah. And once you do that and you fall in love with the game because of that, you, you try to do that with every game. And I'm trying to do that now. Like ever since I did that with Witcher, I go into every game, even if it's not particularly my style of game or I've like never really been a fan of that game, I go into it with a more open mindset. And I'm like, all right. Put even all of its predecessors, put all of them in the past. Don't worry about it. Try to look at this game for what it is and yeah. what they were trying to do. Like, I mean, like I feel like if we went into Assassin's Creed Unity with that mindset, yeah. we'd probably think the game was a lot better than what it was after yeah. we watched that hour-long video about how it's yeah. actually a really good game, well, but well, it's just I, broken. Yeah, well... um, See, that's another great open world. Um, we can talk a little bit of, about Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, that's another. That's a game a lot like Spider-Man, where a lot of the main gameplay is running around in the parkour. That open world influences the gameplay. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think... I always thought the game was fun. I, I always thought it was really, really running fun. Running around and... You know, like The game is fun. Yeah. The story, very flawed. I was just very upset... What upset me, yeah, the, the story was very flawed. What upset me about the game was was the story was very flawed and kind of... Not a good story at all. Yeah. Um, the characters were kind of annoying and whiny. Yeah. Didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. And and also the way that, that Ubisoft was kind of treating this title, not really um, polishing it up. Um, and all, like, I, 
I was very upset with the game because mostly a lot of it had to do with Ubisoft as a company, as their company and their yeah, business 100%. practices, not really necessarily the game completely. Um, because whenever I played it, I didn't really experience any of like the game breaking bugs and stuff like that that people were saying. I didn't. I just we had like that. Like... We had that one bug that happened in my game whenever you came over. Like that. That like ten minutes into the game, we had like one little tiny bug, and we thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. We thought it was funny, but that was it. That yeah. was it. We were stuck on a balcony. It was weird. It yeah. was like the very beginning when you're like sneaking into the party. Yeah, and he was just kind of like walking in place yeah, on was, top yeah. of the balcony. We finally got How do we? I think we just restarted a checkpoint, and that's how we got Something like that, yeah. But we <laughs> laughed at it for like five straight yeah. minutes. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Completely sober. It was funny as hell. Yeah, funny <laughs> it was, as hell. It was great. Funny as hell. But um, like but like you said, yeah, I when I played through the entire game, when I played through the entire game and the like the the DLC and everything, I didn't experience all these humongous game breaking bugs. I didn't experience yeah. these bugs until me and you and Dylan tried to play online, and then that's when it was like super busted. And I yeah. was like, "Oh, this is bad. This as this portion of the game is really bad." And then what ended up getting us upset was like going online and hearing how bad everybody else was. And then we we got more frustrated at Ubisoft yeah. than the actual game. Yeah. But that that whole game world though, that open world is is amazing. Like Paris, Revolutionary yeah. Paris is is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, That's a game that really deserves to be to looked at again. Yeah, they need to go back, and Ubisoft's not going to do it. We know they're not. No, they're so not. like I don't expect it to happen. They're on their newest money making trend. Yeah, they're they're focused on Valhalla for a year, and then after that, they're going to stop worrying about it, and then we're going to probably get Japanese. We're going to get samurai assassins or something. We're never going to get the. We're never going to get the. You know. Modern day Assassin's Creed that we've been asking What's for. What's gonna probably. make us the what what time period's gonna make us the most money? Right. Uh, <laughs> Japan. Vikings. I don't know. <laughs> Do it. I, I don't Vikings. know why Donald Trump is like CEO of Ubisoft. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's but I'm telling you, our right open now, world is huge. It's huge. We have, Biggest open world you've ever seen. We have boats. Boats are back. Boats, boats are back. Boats Cannons. are back. Cannons. You can, you can pirate you can even ships build, again. You can build your own Viking army. It's you can build amazing. your own samurai. Okay. You can even go to China. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to Japan and be a samurai. Okay. But I think that's where this whole COVID happened. But whatever, we're not. We're, this is before that time. China. But no, uh, I definitely do agree. I do think that Ubisoft, if it, it would do, it would be really, really respectful of that game to just go back and fix it, and. Honestly, not fix it because th- well, you know what? Here, not they even do that. Do not that. even do that. They'll be like, look at like, make that yeah. go back to that formula for that game, and then make the next Assassin's Creed yeah. like that. Yeah. That's where they. The more it. I think on that game, the more I love it. The more I fall in love with Unity, and the more yeah. I want to go back because I kept going back to it all the time just yeah. to run around in the open. I mean, because it's so it it really does stand out as the one Assassin's Creed that didn't follow a trend. And if you look at that, it's evident. It, it stands out I, as its own. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I think it was have... the. I think it was the best. Like, I think it was the culmination of all of the good things and everything that the the games before it were trying to do with like the stealth systems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was the best version of all of those. Exactly. It was the best version of the parkour, the yeah. best version of the stealth so far that they mm-hmm. had. Because um, it was it was just a really amazing like culmination of everything that they were trying to work with. Because if you look at it, with. other than Assassin's Creed One, Assassin's Creed One had kind of its own thing, but then they polished it up. Basically, it was ba- Assassin's Creed 2 is basically those mechanics extremely polished. Yeah. They didn't really do anything a lot different, like how they move and everything, like how uh, Ezio moves versus how Altair moves. Yeah. 
look pretty similar. Get enough time um, from the open worlds, but this yeah, one. but yeah, but I mean, it's just going back to like how this, you know, it, it's just a, it's a rabbit hole, and we do this when we talk about Assassin's yeah, Creed, but yeah. it is what it is. We need, I, I'd love to keep going, but I, I really do feel like this is worth a, a whole own yeah. podcast in its own because yeah. we have so much to say about that entire. Yeah, series. but I'll end it with saying that Unity is. It's it's its own game in the entire Assassin's Creed series. It stands out, and we will get into that at a very much more detailed. Well, I want to get into its open world right now. Yeah, I, I mean, want to get into. Its well, open we'll get world. into that aspect. Yeah, of it right now. Yeah, right now. But everything else later. Everything else we'll go into later. 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 But yeah, um, I loved what they did with the open world in that one, just because they in Unity. Yeah. Like they were one of the first people to you know incorporate you know, huge crowds and everything, mm-hmm. and. Um, the skill tree, the skills were actually, you know, pretty easy to obtain. You know, they weren't too difficult, not too hard. Like I really, it didn't really affect. It didn't really affect your play style that much. Like your upgrades and shit yeah. really didn't affect you. Um, what armor you wore, I mean, it kind of helped, but not really. It was just mainly what you want to look yeah. like. And um, but like you said, like the that game world, is really where that world, it's it's like a Spider-Man where that world is a part of the game mechanic. Yes, it is most definitely. That world is a part. That open world is a part of the game itself. The the mm-hmm. gameplay itself, because you're you're so like whenever you're going on a mission, you're trying to figure out how to get through these ginormous crowds. You know, you're having to learn this parkour system, which is like a really in-depth parkour system Honestly. to get around this whole entire place. Um, there's, there's ledges and rooftops and windows to hop through and all this, all this stuff that you have and to then the either, two button yeah. parkour system. And in that video we saw, like when we watched it, it yeah. turns out that that, that system is way yeah. more in depth than we think, thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I did not think it was that in depth. Now looking at it, deep. but I was like, wow, that's, that's impressive that they were yeah. actually able to do that. Which, like so many micro decisions that you have to make on the fly. On the fly, yeah. Like, do I want to go? Do I want to parkour down here? Do I want to yeah. try to parkour up and then do a roll and time my roll perfectly to get there, or do I want to just try to go around then do a hurdle slide? It's it's so much. It's shit. amazing because instead of the world just being a setting, it is a part of that mechanic. It's a character. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, character. a character in the game. Yeah, and I feel like you know I the think, whole yeah, the whole map unit, is an obstacle course. Yeah, I mean, and and Assassin's Creed's always done that fairly well with most of their games um i especially say in assassin's creed one because that honestly that game that game's difficult it really is you know it's not the easiest assassin's creed to play because i mean the mechanics are like that video said in unity basically the same things you know there's a lot of like assassin's creed parkour system is actually way more in depth than people think it is and in one it really shows too and so does the fighting mechanics in that game and that game's sort of open world yeah but it's not necessarily, you know, it's like it's like all Assassin's Creed games are, like yeah. that set little area, and you could go to different areas and have it. An action adventure, you know. Yeah, an action adventure, I, I, open yeah. world. It, it definitely, it's like a Spider-Man world, where like yeah. the parkour system, like it, it's way more noticeable in Unity, but yeah, all of those games are definitely like it's a parkour playground because the parkour mm-hmm. is such a big part yeah. of it. And know, in the, the first open one, world is a playground. Yeah. And in the first game of Assassin's Creed 1, um, the the world was basically a character too, yeah. and it was because it was very difficult to navigate. But you know, throughout the entire game, as you're going through and you're having to hit these targets and stuff, your environment plays a ginormous role in every single one of your main targets. Mm-hmm. And and you don't really realize that at the first, but like when you actually think about it, how big your environment plays into that, it, it it's it's bigger than any other game. 
the Assassin's Creed just came out with because and you know and all the other ones like you can easily just run up to the guy and kill yeah. him, but in Assassin's Creed one. You really can't do that. You can't do yeah. that. You, you have to use, use your, your, environment. your environment and the whole world. And exactly. Yeah. You have to, to use it to get there because it's hard to fight in that game. It's yeah. hard to fight in a, yeah. a large crowd of people in that game. So you don't want to fight people. You want to, in that game, you want to be an actual assassin. You want to, you know, kill them based on like with yeah. a good vantage point. I think a lot of that is missing from the newer ones where I think they went more the Witcher route instead of it. 100%. Yeah, they, they, they're not they even went, Assassin's Creed games anymore. Yeah, no, they're not Assassin's Creed games anymore because like before before like Origins, uh, the worlds and the parkour system were a much bigger part of the game. And there's still a parkour system, but the game isn't really built around that. Whereas it's more like a very like open world kind of almost flat and such you know parkour doesn't play a big part of it uh, it's more of like the witcher thing where it's it's more a little bit of sword and board and bow and yeah. arrow and well, all that it's other actually stuff. almost exactly like shadows of war yeah exactly shadows so, of Mordor. like yeah. so it there's does, a parkour so that open system world, that open world is more just kind of set dressing yeah. it's more like a, ooh, look yeah, at pretty I mean, time if you, if you hop on a period. yeah but now it's like if you hop on a horse it's like hopping on a caragor or or Graug or something yeah. in Shadows of War, like if you get on a Karagor or a Graug, you can scale the whole map, the the whole area in in minutes. You know, yeah. you can get there quickly as you know, quick as hell. But you know, if you don't, the game's more fun that way, in my opinion, because you get to utilize the parkour system of Shadows of War, and they give you these tools now in this game to where you can you can get across like a thousand meters. Yeah. In like no time. If I think you, that's just the time and everything. I think that's one of the biggest parts about having a, a really fun, like if you want to incorporate the world into the gameplay, you have to have some kind of fun movement mechanic, whether that be. You have to enjoy getting around yeah. the game. If it's a big yeah. game, whether it's like, and you don't need like a specific special movement, but it, it, if it's not like heavy RPG or stuff mm-hmm. like that, I think your open world um, is better. Cause like, I don't know how fun Infamous or Assassin's Creed or or a Spider-Man would be or without web zipping or without jumping around or without like flying <laughs> well, through the air. Another great, uh, it's a game that honestly is not talked about enough. The Mad Max game. Yeah. Dude, like I've never been in a game where I enjoy driving so that's much. That's a pretty different. Yeah, that's a different kind it's of very world different because it's all about you and your car. Yeah. So that's a very flat. Yeah. yeah that. It, so you're but in the, it needs you're to be in the desert. Of your car. Yeah, you're in the desert, dude. And there are times where there's nothing but just desert and road. And if you don't enjoy driving in that game, that game is terrible. You you won't enjoy that game because you're driving so much. Yeah. But they make it so much fun to drive. And like as you're driving, you get to see your car that you've been working your ass off for because you grind in that game yeah. like and it's not like a very like unachievable grind like oh my god that took me way too long it's one of those just long enough grinds where you feel like you finally got that you're like oh i finally got that front end that i've been trying to get you know and you're proud of it and then you move on it, it's not like these goals are so unobtainable you know they're they're very they're very possible to get yeah but you do have to work for them and it makes it so worth it so whenever you're driving you can you can just drive and you can just look at your car and you're like, I'm enjoying driving this. I love that look of my car. I love all the work I put into it. Like that like that game is one of the best open world games I have ever played. Yeah. And I put a lot of heart and soul and time into that game because I like I love the setting of Mad Max and I'm not even a car guy. I'm not I like I'm not I'm not huge on vehicles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that game, I was obsessed with my car. Like I wanted that car to be the most badass maximum opus, 
the out there, you know, it was, it reminds me, the magnum opus. That's what it was called. It reminds me of a different genre of open worlds where, uh, racing games like need for speeds and stuff like that. I remember having so much fun. Oh, they're going, they're going crazy with those. Which that, that also goes back to the whole like movement mechanics and stuff with the game, like the, the, the open world complementing the movement. Like GTA. Yeah. Like where, like, I remember I have such fond memories of playing uh, need for speed underground too. Uh, where Same. I would just, I wouldn't even go on to missions. I would just deck out my car and then just drive around while the radio's blasting or I'd have music in, in my own room blasting and stuff like that. Just driving mm-hmm. around, drifting around corners, like seeing how fast I can, I can drift into a corner <laughs> and stuff like that. I was that. always playing Need for Speed Most Wanted and just running from cops yeah. with like hardcore music in the background. I'm like, yeah, oh God, yeah. they're going to catch me. I got to drift quickly, I could see how quickly I would get from like one corner of the map to the other corner while drifting and not, and trying not to hit any corners or stuff like that. So that's that's another open world where uh, it complements the game mechanics, mm-hmm. racing racing games. Yeah, and um, that's basically what um, Mad Max is. It's like there because there's plenty of racing you yeah. can do, and then there's plenty of you know like the car battles. Yeah, like where you have to like drive and you have to destroy these vehicles with your vehicle, and also like shooting people through the window with a double barrel shotgun. Dude, the game like gets your adrenaline going. Like yeah. if you haven't if you haven't played it, oh, I want to. I you, really you want definitely to. need to. It, it's 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 on. My... If y'all have not played that Mad Max game, you got to put it on your list because it's different. It's so different from any other game that you'll play. And also, the hand to hand combat is ex- when you're when you're Mad Max and you're just running around. You have to take these four these outposts. Well, you you gave me your copy of it, and I meant to play it, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. Like I, I remember giving it back to you or something, and then all of a sudden you said. It's gone or no, no, that was the movie. Yeah, that was the movie, and then all of yeah. a sudden you were like, "Where'd it go?" I was mm. like, oh. I don't know, but uh, the game is it's it's amazing. Even like the hand to hand combat when you get into the game, mm-hmm. it works really, really, really well because Max is just a brutal motherfucker, and he just beats the dog shit out of these people. Like, dude, like the sound effects that they make whenever you hit somebody, mm-hmm. they, it sounds bone crunching, and it's just like. You're beating, and you get like into this rage mode, and you're just crushing skulls. It's, it's a hardcore yeah. game. It's fun though. It's 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 a blast to play. It's actually a very a very well written story, in my opinion. Very well done. Um, the characters, you, you actually like them because they're all some of, they're they're pretty psychotic, just like in the Mad Max movies. Yeah. You know, they're they're really good. It does have more of so like the new Mad Max movie mm-hmm. vibe. But that movie is amazing to me. Like, I love that movie. So, like, the game itself, we're kind of repeating that vibe. You know, it's just really good game. One of my favorite, you know, top five open world games that I've ever played. I love the game. That's pretty cool. So, it's definitely worth worth at least a try or a look. So, so we've talked a lot about, like, good open worlds. What's a a game that kind of has a bad open world? I don't have anything that comes to mind. Like what? What makes a bad? I think Fallout Four. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I have game. Some complicated feelings about this. I do not like that game. I'm sorry. I just I can't. I could. It was not... fun whenever I first played it. It's fun. Sometimes for I like kind of want to go back to hours. it. Sometimes I kind of want to go back to it, but I'm always like, nah, it's not worth buying. Dude, I, I don't know. I could not. I can't get into it. I can get into any other Fallout game. But is that Fallout Four? Is that because of the open world or because of like the quests and stuff like that? Mm, not really. I mean, I didn't even do a lot of the quests. Yeah. I really was just kind of wandering around and just doing whatever I wanted to do in the world, trying to find cooler stuff and just finding stuff. And I just didn't enjoy the world. 
I don't know. I didn't enjoy okay. the character. I didn't enjoy the characters. I didn't enjoy the world. Um, I didn't enjoy how I had to walk around or run everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I I didn't really enjoy the the enemies in the See, world. That, that was a problem for me because at least in Skyrim you have a horse. Yeah, you, you know? get a horse, but in Fallout, like you're just walking. You have everywhere. to walk everywhere, and I get it. It's, like you it's can't post even get like a motorcycle. Like or it's, something. It's post-apocalyptic. I'm like, okay, look, if we can develop cities. And we have guns, and we have all this. I'm sure somebody has developed a fucking vehicle by now. I'm sure someone's developed a horse. Yeah, I was like, I'm sure there's a fucking horse somewhere. And you're like, nobody even, thought to put a horse in a vault? Even in, the, even in The Walking Dead, they still have horses. Exactly. You know? I, was like, I was like, come on, man. Rick rides on a fucking horse like, in the very not, first there's episode. There's not some like, mutated, uh, skinless, cat-looking horse. I was like, like I can cows. have a fucking dog, but I can't at least ride a horse. Yeah. Like, how yeah. the, the dogs survive, but no horses? Yeah, it's like, yes, I, I got you. There's, like, no mutated horses. cows. I got it. Can I at least get a mutated horse and try to tame it? Can, can I, I be get the... a mutated horse with, like, eight legs? Like, come on, man. Like, I don't care. I just want something else to help me get there. Yeah, yeah. I do I do kind of see your point on that where, um, like, Skyrim, I love just existing in that world. Fallout, it's fun to play through once. I don't really like, and it, it could just be because it's a post-apocalyptic world and it kind of looks ugly. I mean, it could also look ugly because it's a Bethesda game, but it's it's kind of ugly. It's the second. It's the later. Yeah. It's definitely the later. Yeah, it, it is kind of <laughs> Bethesda, ugly. I'm sorry, but y'all suck at making a game look good. It, it, it's They're kinda, fun games, but they, they look terrible. I mean, Skyrim still kind of, it doesn't look the best, but it's still like nice to be in that fantasy, like just existing well, in so, that fantasy Well, Skyrim has nice. its moments where yeah. it looks cool. Like, like when you're like, like the very beginning of Skyrim, when you're about to get your head cut off and you see the dragon. Yeah. Like that, that's, that looks cool. It's a cool moment. It looks good. You know, they, they yeah. did a good job of it, but I don't, I don't recall any moment in Fallout where I looked and say like, man, this game looks good. This, this <laughs> man, this is a pretty this game. This pretty. This is a pretty game. This is pretty. No, no, that game is hideous. It's always butt ass ugly. The game is hideous, not only because it's post-apocalyptic and if it was just because of that, like I got it. Okay. Post-apocalyptic. I get it. It's it's supposed to look terrible, but like you can make that terrible look realistic, and then I'll be like, "Wow, it looks so yeah. shitty. I love it." A lot, of, yeah. A lot <laughs> you know? of modders, a lot of modders have been able to make the game look good while look like the the best looking ugly game ever. Like, yeah, they've been yeah. able to make it make it look good while still like holding that, keeping that ugliness. And yet Bethesda won't hire them. Why they won't hire them? I'll never know because I'm like, dude, there's people modding your games, making these games like ten out of tens, and you're giving them to us in like PS3 quality on a PS4. PS2 quality. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was being very generous. It's PS3, and I know that Skyrim came out on a PS3, but when it came out on the PS3 and Xbox 360, it like a PlayStation One. Game. It looked like garbage. Okay. And I know that may be an unpopular opinion because it's so it's such a beloved game. I first didn't. I wasn't able. I almost did not get into that game because it was so ugly. Like yeah. I looked down, I was like, ew. I was like, ew. I was like, is this really a Xbox? I had a 360 at the time. Yeah, nasty. Yeah. But then whenever I got into like that, that first little level was kind of ugly looking because you're in that like <coughs> brick town where everything is gray. But then once you leave that cave and everything, it it looks pretty. It still looks kind of nasty, but it's it gets prettier. It looks jagged it doesn't really look very clean it's not a very yeah it's not a very clean cut looking game like it, it you know it performs yeah sometimes <laughs> i mean you know, it, it performs but it's just like and it does have its moments but like dude i feel like i'm playing runescape whenever i look at the the fucking graphics on that it, yeah. it's they're not very good and when elder scroll 6 comes out if it does not look Fucking oh, I'm PS5 waiting, I'm waiting like a quality. Month. I'm waiting like a month <clears throat> after the game comes out to hear 
every single review I can about it. Because if if, yeah. if it's trash, I'm not investing in that yeah. game. I'm not. I'm not doing no, no. it. I'm, I'm not, not going to keep. I'm funding. not giving them any more of my money. I'm not going to keep funding Bethesda for making lackluster games and people just drooling all over them because it's yeah, Bethesda. Same. I don't. I don't give Ubisoft any more of my money, and I'm not giving like, Bethesda any more of my money. Like if you go back and look at Oblivion, and then you look at Skyrim, there is not as big of a difference in the graphics as there should be. Yeah. And that's a problem. All right, yeah. that's a big issue because Oblivion looked good for its time. That game looked yeah. great for its time. Yeah. Skyrim, hell no. Yeah. You, that 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 that's ridiculous. You and Infamous came out on PS3 and it looks ten times better than Skyrim does. And don't ever come at me with saying it's the size of the game. No, because Bethesda has been doing this. Bethesda just doesn't give. They a just shit. don't give a shit because they're gonna get paid either way because people want to yeah, play don't, it. They don't give a shit. I was like, dude, you want to see a beautiful open world game? Go look at Ghost of Tsushima. That game's huge and it's absolutely gorgeous. God, it's, I really wish I could play that. It's an I open. Hope I can play it, that soon. Yeah, I'm. God, I gotta play it soon. It's so beautiful, especially on my new soon. TV. Gotta add it to the to the log of five yeah, games. Got playing. to. But uh, back back to open worlds. One thing that that I, is an open world. Yeah, it we, is. We, we stayed on topic. It, it is. <laughs> we, we went on to graphics a little bit, but. Of open world games. Yeah, okay. Okay, so, fair, fair. You asked me which open world that I didn't really like if it was like based, like, like what open world do you not like? It'd probably be Fallout because it's just unesthetically pleasing. It, it, yeah. It's very yeah. unpleasing aesthetically. Very aesthetically, yeah. Unpleasing. Yeah. That, Unpleasant. Um, let's put it that way. Unesthet- and also there's not much, there's not really much else to the world as well um besides like the usual stuff with, that you would see in a bethesda game where like every once in a while you'll have a random encounter every once in a while you might stumble upon a, a quest at times but that's about it other than I mean, that, it's cooler in yeah, skyrim yeah. because at least then there's fucking dragons i think i think one game fallout series, you yeah. just like get these weird one game that people. i one game that i don't like in the open world category is and i hate to go back to assassin's creed but assassin's creed origins where it feels like uh it feels like they just really wanted to design the game around the buzzword of it's just like the witcher it has so many quests it has so much stuff we have so we have so much shit for you guys to do like you go there you can do something you go you can pick up a flag over there you can get collectible don't play odyssey there's a hyena you you can shoot that hyena Create your own story memories by shooting a hyena. Like, or, or you can completely be the reason that crocodiles are endangered today. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you have to kill thousands of crocodiles. Go create your own world adventure in, in our open world. We have I'm so telling many, you, we have so many quests. To, like, like, Origins they just was take, not worth my time. I'm sorry, but I put way too no, much time it, in that game. and It, was, it looks I, cool. I like Bayek. I like the character. I, I really like do. the time period. And I love the time but period, but like you said, the game's way too big. The game is, yeah, it's it's, way, it's, it's ginormous. It's, it's where it's where we've we've reached that that point in the trend where like, oh, our game is the hugest. That's a bad thing. Oh, yeah, and you think origins? You thing. think origins is big, dude? Odyssey, I think it's bigger than the United States actually is. Dude, it is a ginormous game yeah no i that's why i didn't want to touch don't it. even I, I, I i'm about to, to delete it, it. Like, ubisoft my... is ubisoft is really bad about this where they're like this year our game is even bigger than the last one well now it's even bigger well now it's it's i the, think they scaled down Valhalla. it's the size of texas well it's the size of the united states now it's the size of the moon yeah and then it's and like it's just... and then, and we also have billions of quests where their quests are like hey 
those guys took this from me. Can you go get it? Or, hey, these guys were bullying it's me. It's just can fetch you go, quests and Can you go kill quest. them? Oh, thank you, sir. You helped me out. And, like, sometimes they might be a little quirky or weird. Yeah, and, and then in I don't Odyssey. Know, some, some dude might, like, sniffing people's feet. And then Odyssey, you can, like, sleep with literally anybody. You can have sex with almost anybody in sex the game. Sex with grandma? Yes, I've done that. It's very disturbing. I wasn't proud of myself after I completed that mission. Like... You don't get to see it. Don't, don't, don't. I'm not that weird. A lot of this, a lot of that goes more into Ubisoft's whole philosophy and their business practices, which are. Just... I had sex with a dude on there just so I could complete the mission. Experiment. I was, I mean, Love it was, the, it was either have sex with him or go deal with a camp of bandits. So I was like, well, I'm, t- I'm sick of fighting bandits and those guys are way higher level than I need to be. So I why just, not try something once, right? So I was like, uh, "Well, it's not me, and it's, I know I'm not <laughs> going to have to see it. So you know, might as well just uh, oh, get the experience. <laughs> Literally, we get the experience points. Like, ding! Like, oh, I leveled up <laughs> for having sex with a but, grown ass man. But their, their open world design now in the newer games are just, and I don't, I can't speak to Valhalla, but you've kind of told me the same thing. Is it's like the same in, in Odyssey, where like they just. They create this ginormous fucking map. The map is beautiful. Like, the open world is beautiful. Valhalla looks pretty. But it's it's kind of too fucking big. And they just kind of just drop a bunch of random stuff on the map. Like, oh, here, here's like a random yeah. quest. Here's like so a... It's, like a big, in, it's a big quantity over quality kind yeah, of thing. And I think in Valhalla, I kind of feel like they scaled it down. I, because in Odyssey... I think I've... Because I think the map is actually smaller than, Val, yeah. than Odyssey. And there's less quests, and the quests have more meaning, I believe, because like from what I've heard, it's not nearly the size. Yeah. Because Odyssey, dude, Odyssey is overwhelming. Like if there's ever been a game where it was where I've been overwhelmed, it's Odyssey. Every time I go into that game, I go into it wanting to play because I love the time period. I yeah. love that that time period of time, the Roman Empire. You know, Sparta versus um. Son of a bitch. Whatever. But, you know, uh, you know, just that time period where the Spartans were huge. Wasn't it Spartans versus the Athenians or yes. something? Yeah, Athenians. Athenians. That's what it was. It, it's like Spartans versus the Athenians. And, you know, it's I love that time period. But did you go into that game, and it's too much. There's so much shit to do. It's, mm-hmm. it's honestly ridiculous. Sorry, my big toe just started hurting for that's, no reason. That, that's really where, like, the oh. whole, like, idea of, oh, my God, this is a second fucking job. This is that one second. is the definition yeah, of it. Like, like these, and this is more Ubisoft. It's funny because a lot of people kind of said that about Unity, um, which Unity has a very big map and also a lot of stuff on, on the map to do. Like it a is lot of, very cluttered. A lot of, yeah, it is very cluttered, but at the same but they're time. they're not all missions. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're missions and they're little collectibles and stuff like that. And I think the difference, and the missions aren't like that great of quality, but I think the difference between that and, and something like Origins and Odyssey is, like I said, that open world plays right into the game mechanics. Mm-hmm. You know, you're running around collect like like it is such a blast to spend hours, like literal hours, just running and parkouring 
through this um and just unlocking chests yeah, just <laughs> stuff unlocking like that chests. yes that is so much fun <laughs> because you will run into them but in like origins and odyssey yeah. you do have to go out of your way to get a lot of the stuff and also like you don't have that fun movement mechanic to get you through the world <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like just, oh i'm to... gonna run i'm gonna get on my horse and run and trot to this i mean and honestly and... it's just like let me go sail to this other whole ass island just yeah. for this one chest you're not doing anything in the moment to moment gameplay you're just getting on a horse and pressing your pressing your thumbstick uh forward and pressing the run button for for like several minutes several minutes just to get to one point and like okay i got that and then finally they have the uh the auto the auto path yeah. travel that the horse can so do so then so the game just plays itself basically just takes you where you need to go it's like fast travel without unlocking how fast is, travel how is that fun who it, said this was fun that's that's when you know the game's too big when people genuinely complain about how long it takes them to get in one place to the other. And you're you like, had, oh, don't, you, don't worry. We fixed that for you. You can yeah, auto run. Yeah. Do, that doesn't do. Fit, I did that, that in Origins. The game dude, when I played Origins, I would literally. That doesn't make the game more fun. Yeah. In Origins, dude, I would literally auto run. I would like have to go all the way across the map. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. And I would just auto run. And I would go to the bathroom. I would make food. He would just yeah. be running by himself. Dude, I could have went into the gym and did a full workout before I got to where I needed to be. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that's not... Because it's so huge. Yeah, it's huge, not, and that's it's not ridiculous. It's a fun open world. Like, it, I, I see the aesthetic and everything, and, like, that's... The aesthetic and everything that you're going for is pretty cool, but you need something more to to keep us engaged, you know? And I understand. Egypt is not the most civilized place like you don't have ginormous buildings everywhere you have a few towns and stuff like that where you can use parkour and all that stuff and my funnest the, the funnest time i had in the game was when you get to that first big city i can't remember what it's called but when i could use the parkour and and use some of the parkour to get around the city and stuff like that that's when i was having the most fun but then mm-hmm. as soon as yeah. i left the city and i was back on my horse going miles and miles to a new destination or running around the springs and Hunting crocodiles and hyenas yeah, and jaguars. And yeah, it quickly lost its its appeal. This yeah. legendary buffalo, whatever the hell, you know, it's just... And then also having such an obtuse leveling system where I... It, if you don't like these really piss-poor, um, small uh, a side quests where you're like, oh, go fetch this for me, go kill these people because they were mean to me. Uh, you're not going to have good gear. Yeah, yeah. If you don't do those, you're not going to have good gear. So the game and you need to have good, and that's a game where you so the have game to kind have of, it. The game kind of forces you to do these lackluster missions to get to a level where you can move on in the story, and then you don't want to do them because they're not that great, and there's no fun in traversing to these mission points. Like in 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 Unity, you could have kind of like a crappy side quest or something like that. Because it was so much fun traversing the the yeah, it'd be like go get this. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just it was so much fun fun doing parkour through the buildings and everything and doing parkour. Whereas this, like, I can't get on my horse. (laughs) I can't shut off my brain and be like, oh, I don't care that it's a crappy that it's a crappy mission. You know, yeah. I'm having fun because I'm playing it. No, I can't do that. It's like I'm very focused on how crappy this mission is. Yeah, because I just had to ride on my horse, go kill you know a group of bandits, go grab whatever you need, and then ride back on my horse. And give you what you need so that way I get the experience points and the crafting materials in order to upgrade my fucking hitting blade so I can one-shot people finally with a actual blade designed to one-shot kill people. Yeah. Which is extremely flawed in that game. So yeah. Absolutely awful. So I think that's the... Just does the, the same thing in Odyssey. I think that's like two big things that really make an open world is you need to, one, have a really fun movement mechanic 
or if you don't have that movement mechanic, you got to make sure your traversal through the world is enjoyable, mm-hmm. or at least, like in the case of The Witcher, whatever you're going to needs to be worth it. Whatever you're taking these long like trips towards, it needs to be worth. Yeah, the, there needs to be content within yeah. the missions. There needs to be yeah. that that meat it's and taters. Either, yeah, yeah, that that in between where you're going from point A to point B has to either look really pretty or it's got to be really immersive. It's got to be enjoyable. That yeah. that the traversal has to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's got to either be a fun movement mechanic like parkour or or web slinging, or that trip has to have something to keep you interested whether it be the environment how beautiful it is maybe some encounters here and there maybe some encounters like a roadblock or something you know like hey you have to pass here and you may have to go talk to them do a little dialogue or maybe you can just kill them either either way it still makes that journey to whatever you're going to worth it in the end and you you need to have quality over quantity because sometimes the maps are just too freaking big yeah exactly just sometimes focus. it's just too much like i feel like unity is the perfect size for mm-hmm. for what they did and that because it's huge yeah. it's, it's very big but it's not overwhelmingly huge and each district is its own kind of flavor yeah, of parkour there's, there's the rich and, di- and there's the rich district there's the middle class and there's the poor slums that you can go yeah, into and the broken down yeah, like ruins really stuff. really really bad ruined stuff like and it's just it works. They they do it very well. Whereas Odyssey, they're like, oh, you get to traverse the entire world of what's going on. And it's flat. And, I mean, no, Odyssey is not flat at all. Odyssey is very... More origins, origin yeah. is it's extremely flat. Very flat game. Odyssey has a lot of mountains, a lot of hills, a lot of shit. All right? Mm-hmm. It, it, you can look at it and you can see that traverse. So they did better in that aspect of the game. And the cities, whenever you finally get to the cities are beautiful, but, like, that entire game never really encourages you to parkour anywhere. It's just always horse. Like, you, you, your brain automatically goes, let me hop on my horse. Let me go. You know, and that's and that's not what I want in an Assassin's Creed game. I want Unity's feel. I want to be able to, like, be like oh, fuck a horse. You know, I want to fucking run, you know. Yeah. I just want to run around the, the, the city and do parkour because I want to feel like an assassin. I want to feel like a cowboy. If I want to feel like a cowboy, I'll go play Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Which is another... I cannot believe we did not talk about Red Dead 2. We didn't. Well, I never finished it. I, I didn't finish it either. It's so big. I got it's huge. That, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Back to that. Yeah, here Let's we go. See. Yeah, it, it's too much. Like, that. that's that's actually the reason why Red I Red Dead is it. 100% too much. another life. Yeah, it is there literally There is so much life. stuff. Yeah. You can fish for hours. You can hunt. You can fish. Yeah. You can... You can do whatever you want. You can live an entire life in that game, and it is kind of scary at how much yeah. stuff you can actually do in and that game. And a lot of it is really – it's it's really cool. It's but very it's, well done. But a lot of it isn't digestible. No, it's very hard. A lot of it is not digestible. And a lot of it's very – like, what they did, what I really liked that they, they leaned, did – I think they leaned too much into the cowboy simulator part. Yeah, but it. a lot of the stuff that they show you in there is optional. Like, it's not where you have to do it. Yeah. You know, like, if you want to go fishing, you can. You know, you can sell these fish and stuff. Like, but you don't have to do a lot of this stuff. Yeah. You can just, you can do it. They're like, hey, if you want to go fishing, you can now. If yeah. you If you want to. 
And I mean, it's not like well, I super. Also mean, I also mean more of like the stuff like, oh, if you go hunting, you got to go to your kill and then you got to skin it and then you got to put it on your back and then you got to walk slowly to your horse and put it on your horse. And you got to do that, that every yeah, that, single time. I see what you're time. talking about. It. Yeah, it's it, like it's cool that you're doing like the simulator part of it. Like, yeah, like simulator. Yeah, like, like if you want to hunt a deer, you do have to put that deer on the back and you have to take it all the way back to your camp. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, on it, your it just, like it's really cool. Yeah, that I mean, and don't get us wrong, that's really cool that you did that. It's cool, but it's too like in such but a also large game, it's too much. Yeah, and also but don't require me to go hunting and don't require me to kill eighteen deer for one vest. You know what I'm saying? They'd mm-hmm. be like like, All right, yeah, this is cool. All right, and if you tell me go kill two deer, you know, go kill two bucks so you can make this vest. Yeah. Or make this whatever, make a holster, whatever you want to do. You know, if you want to, you need this. You know, don't don't make it some ungodly number of like of pelts that yeah. I need. Don't tell me to go kill thirty wolves. Like, really? You go out and kill thirty wolves? Yeah. Like, I mean, like in real life, tell me, tell me who goes out and kills that many wolves? Like, no, no, like go kill eighteen buffalo. Like, no, that's why they're endangered now because y'all like y'all be be like, oh, I need more buffalo hide. You're like, no, like. Don't like if you're gonna make me do these very long, drawn out, super realistic, simulated type yeah. missions. Don't require me to have so much of the materials where I have to keep doing it over and over and over again, and it dries yeah. out that mechanic. Like that, you take that one cool thing, and like, like the first time I saw him, like, oh, you got to skin the deer and everything. Like, I was like, that's really cool. And then, and then you, you do it, it like five horse. more times, and it's like, yeah. okay, this is old. After like the twentieth time, I finally did it, and I was like, they're like, oh, you need to hurry up because yeah. if you take too long, your deer hide will go bad. Like, and and I'm like, so there's a time, I was like, I understand that's how things actually work in real life, but if I really wanted to do that, I would go hunting. Okay, if I really yeah. wanted to do all this stuff, I, I would get much a much bigger reward for it if I actually went hunting versus going hunting. Like, I'm surprised now. there's not like a disease system where like if you eat uh, like raw, raw chicken or, or raw deer or something, you'll get a parasite and then you'll die after like 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. They are too much. They are doing the most with a lot of open world games. And I feel like a game that probably did it right, and I haven't even seen it, but I know they did it right, was Ghost of Shishima. Like, it's a large game, but, like, they they went a whole different route with that. Like, they don't even have waypoints. Like, you have to use the land to navigate. And also, like, the wind. I think that's super cool. I think that's... I really wish That's the type of of merge I want to be in a game. I want to get my hands on it. I don't want to be... Like, I don't always want to be in a simulation. I want to. I do want to feel like I'm there, yeah. but I don't want to feel like I'm living this man's entire life. Yeah, and he's like, the, I want to live. I want to feel like I'm living there, but I don't want like all the hard, annoying shit of life. <laughs> exactly. He's like, if I want that, I'll just turn my game off and yeah. go to work or something. Like you, like I, I get, I got it. Like you want to make these things realistic. Like the but, next Red Dead, they're gonna simulate back pains or something. Oh uh, yeah, they're gonna like, all right, put this on your spot. Put this right here on the back of your neck. What does it do? Simulates the pain he feels. Say what now? Make sure to take, make sure <laughs> Say to what take now? Tylenol every like yeah. ten minutes. It's like no, you're. This is gonna suck. So you better not get shot. It's a video game. Like it's gonna hurt if you get shot. You're like, all right, well, let's see what happens. Like I get shot in the foot, and my foot actually hurts. Like. I really hope if games get to that point, I'm not playing them anymore. I'm just yeah. saying. I think if games get to the point where, like, where I think they'll get to a point where we'll like be in the game and they'll be like a little bit like of like a, like if you get shot, you'll feel like a tingle or something just to like have that feeling. Yeah, I mean, if, but it, it, it might if, feel like a paintball or something. Paintballs hurt. Okay, <laughs> and I mean at that point that that's when people are going to start looking at video games and be like, okay, what the hell? What what what's what's going on here? What are we doing? We're too immersed. That we're we're getting too far into it. Too immersed. So, I mean, <sighs> whew. yeah. I think okay. I think we got. I think we got 
all of our opinions out. Most of them, I think. I think yeah, yeah, I mean, we like we we're probably we'll probably think in like twenty minutes. Be like, oh shit, I want yeah, to. We should have brought up this game. That. We should have yeah. brought it. We like like some people being like, why didn't you bring up GTA? Well, I've never been a huge GTA fan anyway. So I mean, GTA is a cool open world. They are. I mean, there's a lot of shit to do in it, but like that's another game you just live a whole another life yeah, in. Yeah, it's it's like and it's people like, dedicate it's like their Red lives Dead Redemption, but like a little less of the ca- of the it, simulation. It part. is. It's no. Well, that's what GTA Six is probably going to be. Yeah. So probably like yeah, you got to pay taxes and everything. <laughs> make sure to fill out your W twos. There's a mission where you have to go file fire file file your taxes. That took me way too long to say. It's okay. Get it out. But yeah, if I had to pay, if I had to pay, if I had to pay, I found like I sound like an auctioneer. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think we're done now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then we got all right. it all out. So yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I'm sure there was some games that we did not mention. Uh, what do you guys think about open worlds? Do you like them? Do you not like them? Are there like certain trends in them that you're tired of, or certain trends that you wish you'd see in them? Which um, ones should we play that we haven't played yet? If yeah. there's if there's any out there, um, you know, just drop some stuff. And then also, if you want to drop some indie games, because I remember Jacob mentioning something about indie games in some yeah. of his comments. Hollow Knight. He said uh, Hollow yeah, Night, Hollow so. Knight. So uh, we got his recommendations, so we're definitely going to put them on our list. And uh, if anybody else has any other indie recommendations, feel free to let us know. Because, like, like I said, we respect indies, and I'm open to try them because they don't really – they're not that time-consuming. So, like, I mean, you can easily download them. Most of them are free. So if they're not, they're like a dollar, two dollars, yeah. at most five dollars. And I'm pretty sure most of us can spare that for one game if yeah. it's worth it, if it's a good game. But – Go yeah. check out Ghost Runner. It's on uh, PlayStation, Xbox, PC. Go check out Phasmophobia if you have it. If you have a PC, go check it out. It's really fun, especially since tomorrow is Halloween. You know, get, get your spooks on. Get your Spooky. scares. I'm gonna get, get drunk. On. <laughs> I'm gonna get drunk. <laughs> yeah, we're probably gonna be getting drunk and and getting scared. So. I'll be getting drunk tonight and tomorrow night. Yeah. So Woo! go give those I Halloween. Will be edi- I will be editing tonight. You, I might. I might come. I was like, I say you, you. You should definitely come to the party. I want, I want to. I want to. I'm Just like, let me know. Okay, okay. We'll talk about it later. Okay. But anyways, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for getting this far. As always, we have all of our socials down below in the uh, comments section. And I have a Twitter now. Or not the comments section. Yeah, he has a Twitter now. I finally... We, we finally bullied him into getting a Twitter, so go follow us on Twitter. Uh, between you and Hannah, I got bullied into it, so... Go, uh, go talk to us. Tell us your opinions. Tell us what you like. Uh, you know, sh- shoot us some games that you want us to try out. Um, Tweet me. Yeah. <laughs> Go follow me on stream. Go check out. Go check out Ghost Runner. Uh, I have I have a um my past broadcast on there right now. So go check it out. Uh, but with that out of the way, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We're gonna head out, and we'll maybe see you next week. All right, we will see y'all next week. Y'all take care now. Take care now. <laughs>